Now betting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. The Super Bowl MVP is the guy who fixed Patrick Mahomes' ankle. That's it. That's, that's who it really that's is. That's the take. Sure. Yes. Also, that field. That field did Patrick Mahomes' ankle. Technically got tackled, whatever. But what I'm saying is, would you say that thing cost? 800K. Do me a favor. And K is for 1,000, not kilos. Take out your cell phone. Okay. Call Larry Barker. Okay. Okay. I got a hot take, brother. You know all the talk during the season about players getting injured on turf and every field should be made out of grass? Yeah. They screwed that field up on purpose. So Ooh. they'd shut up about mm. it. Hold up. Say that mm. again. Hey, you know how all those players complained all year about getting more injuries on turf and what, that all fields should proven. be made out of grass? Yeah. They screwed up the field on purpose so they would shut up. This was a grass field. It was a grass field. Yeah, but they... it wasn't like a traditional one, though. Yeah. What, do you, what, but, what does that mean? Well, okay, when I think of grass field, I don't think of a field that needs to be installed two weeks ahead of a game, and then the field is rolled out every morning so it can get sunshine. Well, that's how they've done it there forever in Phoenix. Yeah. What kind of grass was it? That's why they've never won a Super Bowl. Oh. That's a good point. I don't, I don't know what type of grass it was. Was it zoysia? I don't know. What is that, Kentucky blue? What's down there? Well, I don't understand why they took two years to grow this grass, bring it into the stadium, roll it out, and get sunshine on it for two weeks and use it for one game, and then the Arizona Cardinals go back to using their grass field. The Arizona Cardinals and State Farm, a.k.a. Patrick Mahomes Stadium, already had grass. They have their own grass field. The NFL is like, no, F that grass. We're going to use this one. Do you think it's super embarrassing for the NFL, or do you think that 73 points were scored? Because the defense couldn't get traction. That's probably true. Yeah. yeah. Here's, here's uh, the guy who put it in who's been doing it, who's been putting on Super Bowl – fields or grass fields or whatever before, since the beginning of time. Before you give me his explanation, give me his name, and I'm going to tell you if he's an expert. George Toma. Yeah, he is. Okay, I'm back in. 94 years old. This was his last Super Bowl. Well, for obvious reasons. <laughs> um, He said that the field could use more sand after the turf absorbed the pounding from halftime show rehearsals on it. Mm. That's smart. I'd blame someone else, too. That makes no sense whatsoever. You gonna blame because, that, blame that pregnant lady? Because the halftime show was in the air. Okay, yeah. <laughs> he really showed his age with that. Hear me out. Don't experiment with a brand new field at the Super Bowl. Hear me out. Yeah, it was fine all year. I mean, the results were bad for the Cardinals, but their field was fine. 
Also, like, what is the NFL doing? Skimping. What was our cat's name? George Toma. What are they doing going to 94-year-old George Toma for his expertise when you have at least 30 field experts on your payroll at some point? Mm -hmm. You have at least 30 of the best guys in the world to maintain fields. Bring those guys in. This is have like a, them do it. This is a billionaire boys club thing, right? Like this is a this is some nepotism. This is some favoritism. This is a under the table handshake deal. Or it's why a, do you need a whole field of new grass for one game? Well, is it also an over the table handshake deal too? They're like, uh, can't be an edge rusher if you can't get no edge. Hmm. Do you think it's that? Because there were seventy three points last night. The Eagles led the league in sacks, and they had zero. They had no sacks? No sacks None. all game. There's only one, one in the whole game. They led the league in sacks, and they had zero in the Super Bowl. Dang, that's not enough sacks. It's a uh, drastically alarming number of sacks. That number is zero. The NFL wanted me to watch a 73-point game. I got to watch a 73-point game. I was more entertained by this game, the Super Bowl, than 99% of the games during the season. Probably 100%. This is probably the most entertaining one. Maybe we play all of football games on ice rinks. <laughs> <laughs> You're saying this slippery grass with it didn't allow each team to play defense? This is the answer? If there's coaches on the sidelines that are like, field's wet, we playing, go out there and play. Sure. I'm with it. We need more sand. What? Just leave the refs out of it. That's it. Oh, they're about to go. They're going to get removed completely. Let them stay at home. There's going to be one white hat guy down there, and he's going to be repeating. Run into the booth? Yep. Or whatever is getting we, fed in yeah. his ear? What it's sentient football overlord is telling it to say. If robots can run a McDonald's without any human help whatsoever. Yeah. They can officiate a football game. Monday Night Raw. All those cameras, it'll be so much more faster and efficient. Insanely. Yeah. Monday Night Raw was ran by a computer GM for a lot of years. <laughs> it really was. Is that accurate? Yeah, it was. <laughs> I wish I could do the noise. <laughs> They'd have to stop the show and read an email from a computer. <laughs> this is real. When it, it would make the noise and the lights would blink. Then, is this a shtick? No. <laughs> <laughs> This is a real thing that happened in the history of wrestling. The Raw GM. And he made they made him put Michael Cole, the broadcaster, in a glass booth so that no one could harm him. Yeah. And then it turned out it was Hornswoggle. The whole time. Duh. <laughs> a fool a fooled people. How long did this bit last? A long oh, time. A long time. Like months or years? Uh months. Months. Almost a year. Probably almost. It was probably like a SummerSlam to like a WrestleMania yeah. kind of thing. That's pretty funny, though. That's clever. Good for them. <laughs> They'd be in the middle of whatever. They would go, Boop. How many emails do you think that they got complaining about this new robot general manager is not as good as a human being? Well, the emails would have went to the robot general manager. And so he just put them in. Just spam. Spam. Delete them. Junk. Again, Fred, there was no robot general manager. <laughs> The robot general manager never got the emails you to believe, spam. You believe it was Hornswoggle? The Bills and the Bengals played a game in actual snow. They were running better than the game played mm -hmm. in Phoenix yesterday. 
Damar Hamlin came out. Let's go. Yes. <laughs> Says he wants to play again. Yeah, why wouldn't he? Oof. He's better than me. Man. He's better than me. Why is Adrian Peterson so mad at him? Like he's the one to talk. Because <laughs> of that jacket. Damar Hamlin had a jacket on with a cartoon Jesus on the back. This is this is coming from the same guy who beat his kid because they didn't take his jacket off when he came in the house. Dang. He's really in the jackets? I have no love for AP. He's the worst. Yep. There needs to be some good press on AP. He needs to like yeah, build a hospital in Africa or something. You like, know, totally make. He ain't up got for, no money. He's know what the good press his... is? Bare knuckle fighting. Is he doing that? No, he should take one. Mm-hmm. He fought somebody, didn't he? he no, might... I think there was. I think that was Frank Gore and uh, uh, Adrian. Fast Willie Parker. Somebody. Did he? He must have called it. He must call an L because he ain't been back. He should be in a like a like a battle of the switches. What would you call what you did rule, oh, rule he, of thumb fighting? He, he did. I forgot. Le'Veon Bell knocked him out. That's why I said Fast Willie Parker. Yeah. <laughs> right team. How do you know Fast Willie Parker? <laughs> Not Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> We're at Radio Row the other day, Griff. And there's a, And again, I know nothing about fashion. Right. I recently learned. So there are a lot of these big, tall dudes that have, like, skin fade shaves mm-hmm. and then a mohawk down the middle. But it's like a tight mohawk. Right, right. Okay, cool. So that is prominent in both the black culture mm-hmm. and the white culture. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming also yeah. all cultures. Right. They're late to the party. I did this a year ago at the Super Bowl. You did not have this haircut. I had a mohawk mullet at the Super Bowl. Mm, you're not, you are projecting because you're not hearing what I'm describing. It's not that at all. Oh, okay. So I saw this big black guy. I'm like, Robert, is that a professional wrestler that we both know? And Robert goes, damn it, Fred. No. <laughs> not at all. That is not the First one off, specific. you would not ask about any professional wrestler. You would Thank immediately you. know. You would know who he was. You would know. And then you know saw, people yeah. in like the, whatever the rookie ball of wrestling is. You know those people too. I do know them. You know their wars and their babips. Mojo Raleigh was at the um, Sports Illustrated party. That's super sweet. And nobody knew him. He was just walking around. Oh, I, I would have known him so fast. Yeah, I knew him. He was just walking around. Did you get hyped? No. But then, man, there was this big, tall white guy with that same haircut. And I go, Rob, is that professional wrestler, whoever? It doesn't matter <laughs> for the story. And Rob goes, damn it, dude. <laughs> you know this already. You Stop confusing everyone. You have every wrestler in the history of the world memorized. Just like the way AP has all of his kids' names memorized. Mm. All 12 of them. He knows them by the wounds. Oh. Oh, that's, that's, that's pretty bad. That is pretty bad. Doctors have not prioritized football for DeMar Hamlin yet. You don't say. But they are no longer concerned with him living a normal life. They believe that he will. So that's outstanding. Mm. I don't take offense to fashion at all, but I could see why Adrian Peterson would be upset. Did you see the depiction of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ on the jacket? Yeah. 
It looked like a SpongeBob thing. So like a no, it's like a paper doll weirdness. I don't know what that face is. If like Steve Harvey or somebody, like who's a prominent Christian? <laughs> in the, if like Steve Harvey came out and said it, yeah, people would listen. But it's Adrian Peterson. Yeah. Oh, this is a Takashi Mukamami. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's what it is. The guy who beat his kid so bad he had to go to the hospital, and who just recently. Got into a bare knuckle fight with Le'Veon Bell, and then did they have gloves? They had gloves. They had gloves. And then he threw public shade at a guy who's six weeks out of having cardiac arrest. Yes, it's a bad look, Adrian. Maybe he's friends with like Kanye. Oh, there's no doubt. There's no maybe involved in that. If you googled Adrian Peterson and Kanye, there's a lot of results. I don't know what they are. I've never done it. All right, let's do it. Let's play this game. That's it. That's why this. You can't. Here's. I have a problem with Adrian Peterson, though. You can't project what you believe on someone else. It's a jacket, exactly. Because I'm I'm looking at what he put out there on Instagram. You should be thanking God, son. This is blasphemy. We all fall short, but come on, man. I find this disrespectful. AP, you can't say this. No, he ain't the one. No. This is this is a little before crazy, crazy Kanye, just like the normal crazy Kanye. <laughs> Adrian Peterson had Yeezy cleats five years ago. Mm. And I'm sure he didn't even make the jacket. I'm sure someone made it and gave it to him. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's a famous designer. People get so hurt. About Nothing. Nothing. I don't know, like, a higher power that way. Like, I don't regularly identify with. I don't speak to. Yeah. I don't hear from. But anyone who is, like, a staunch lobbyist for anything, I'm real apprehensive of. Sure. And that can be your favorite brand of thing. That can be your favorite TV show, The Wire. (laughs) If anyone is that, I go, ooh, I don't like that. Yeah. In Adrian Peterson's defense, God just did send DeMar Hamlin back. So you're going to tell me that Christ the Redeemer doesn't get hit with lightning if DeMar Hamlin's not wearing that jacket? That is correct. Mm. You made that connection. Thank you very much. There's two words that he also gave people. Free will. Huh. Boom. People, people I, I love when people just pick and choose things. and. <laughs> When we get back, we're going to break down, and this is a fun one, Greg Olson from last night, boys. I thought in the booth. Tom Brady don't. Tom Brady better not think he got the number one seat. Because Greg Olson was that dude last night on the broadcast. Well, that was the last time he's going to do it. That might be the last time he's going to do it. <laughs> Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Greetings, it's Jeff Symbieta. Tuesday on the opening drive, it's game day. What the Lobos need to do to bounce back and get a must-win over Wyoming. Join me and J.J. Buck. We start at 7 a.m. Three days after the state of We were at the NFL Experience last night watching the game. So they had rented out this um, 
I know, it's a park or something. It's a, yeah, it's yeah, a public it a park. park. Public park. Built a huge stage. Built a huge, like, and we were so fortunate to have access this, like, um, VIP elevated. Like, covered. Covered from the sun. Like, Which, chairs and couches. Thank God. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. there was zero shade except for our area. And everything that Robert was saying to Phillies fans. Nice. <laughs> that shade. So we're at this. Raised pavilion VIP cater food dealy, right? So when we when we walk into this thing, we're not there originally. We're with the masses. Right. And the three of us have a moment where we're like, these amigos are not staying here. Like this is not the business. We do not want to be at this party. Like this sucks. Then we get to this little nicer thing and we're like, this actually is the best thing I've ever been to in my whole life. And it absolutely was. But the thing that jumped out to me is how much effort the NFL put into making sure we heard the broadcast at this thing. Because you right. think in a concert venue, yeah, it might be a little difficult. Kevin Burkhart and Greg Olson, mwah. You know I'm such a Joe Buck guy. I thought I was going to have withdrawals. I did not. Didn't skip a beat. These dudes were dialed in. Greg Olson understands the game, communicates the game. And I'm a guy who doesn't mind a little spotlight on a broadcaster. He didn't really try to take it. He was just giving you what he was seeing. Then you mix in a little, hey, something old, something new. Put Aaron Andrews in blue. Put her on the sideline. Thank you. Tom Rinaldi, I can go without. I don't want to run him. But I thought the the broadcast was as put together as it could have been. And I, I walked away, I think, I know the game pretty well, obviously, but I walked away from it thinking that others that don't necessarily bring it in, like the fan who watched their first Super Bowl, that's a good exposure for a Super Bowl broadcast. So I was into Greg Olson, and I don't think Tom Brady's going to take his job. He's going to send the number one seed, I think, forever. Well, you're super wrong. He is Tom Brady. Tom Brady will get a shot at number one. He might ride. He might be that number one seat for a while, ride it till he's proven that he's not as good as Greg Olson, by the who was fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. Player's perspective, objective perspective. He did great. Yeah, it's, ever, t- it's, t- it's Tom Brady's job to lose, right? You ever listen to Tom Brady on that thing he does on Sirius with Jim Gray? Right, yeah. He ain't, he ain't, he ain't it. Oh, they're going to put him in a lab, though. Oh, for sure. He's going to get in the lab. They're not just going to throw him out there. And he's not going to want to just go out there because he is Tom Brady. So they're going to they're going to call Kevin. And they're going to put him and Kevin on some CBS game that Kevin didn't mm. call. Mute it, do it, and you're going to do the full production on it too, right? Like you're going to send them the stats. You're going to yeah. Like you're going to feed them. Okay. Only thing I don't like about this is oh, I'm going to I'm going to sound like the old guy. Back in the day. You just remember who the who the the duos were. Yeah. Like you knew if you if it was on this station, you knew who it was. Now you don't. They're already going to change this up. The shuffle? Yeah, they're already going to change this up and they did a great job. It's not like you could have a tradition with them now. John Madden, Pat Summerall. Right. Aikman Buck. Yep. We can go back and back and back and back. Mm-hmm. Your favorite Dennis Miller and Al Michaels. <laughs> that is incredibly wrong. No, it's not. It is not incredibly wrong. You I, I am kind of a Dennis Miller <laughs> I apologist. I know you are. Hmm. 
Also, big thank you to Westwood One, who got us Kevin Harlan on the program, got us Laura Oakham, got us Mike Golick. All three of those interviews made the program. Did not get us Kurt Warner. Let's have a talk, Andy. What's the deal? You going to put Kurt Warner can be on the color commentary? You can't come on your boy's show? We in Arizona. That's where you stay, Kurt. Well, Andy knows how fanboy you'd be around Kurt Warner. Doesn't want to embarrass him. I'd be fine. In our good name. I could talk through drool. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kurt. One time, I was bagging some groceries, and I imagined I was you. That's what I would say. We went to the barbershop while we were down there. Old boy that was lining up Robert. Just going on and on about Kurt Warner. Oh, reliving it. He was about as big a fan as you are. Uh, he had, and he didn't know I knew. He was like trying to tell me about Kurt Warner. Yeah. He was, do you know about the greatest quarterback of all time? And he's like, I'm not talking about Tom Brady. He was serious. Sure. He's like, uh, Kurt Warner, we're number thirteen because. <laughs> <laughs> That's how many disciples? <laughs> and I'm like, excuse me, do you mean Kurt Eugene Warner? Because if we're going to talk, we're going to use his full name. That's that's the energy I brought to the barbershop. Eugene? That's correct. Hmm. Do you think it would have been I anything else? Would have went my whole life not knowing that. You didn't know that Burlington, Iowa native, Kurt Eugene Warner? There you go. Why'd you get him started? He was on the Iowa Barnstormers, wasn't he? This is the whole spiel I heard at the barbershop. And because he was on the Barnstormers, you don't call him NFL quarterback. Come gridiron legend. Because he's in multiple leagues. He was in all of them. Played in NFL Europe, NFL MVP. Do you want me to keep going? Took the sorry Arizona Cardinals to a Super Bowl. Won one with the St. Louis Rams. Took the St. Louis Rams to their last Super Bowl ever, where they lost to the New England Patriots and Tom Brady. In the broadcast booth for Westwood One, did not come on the show. I was there the night he was inducted into the Hall of Fame. Corey Holt, not inducted into the Hall of Fame. Is this a, is this like a slight towards you or what? I think it is. He, oh, I knew he was going. You know who did get it? Is in, this though. your new blood feud? Van got his with his blood feud with Warren Moon whenever <laughs> we get back. It's two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Greetings, it's Jeff Symbieta. Tuesday on the opening drive, it's game day. What the Lobos need to do to bounce back and get a must-win over Wyoming. Join me and J.J. Buck, who started 7 a.m. Well, this song's adorable. Is this also Rihanna? Nah, she didn't play this one. Welcome back to Two Men On. 95.9 FM, AM 610, The Sports Animal. Boys are back from the bowl, and uh, we did it right. I'm running on fumes, Robert. I'm with you, but we're going to tough it out. I got a slight revenge 
on my arch nemesis, Warren Moon. And I better back it up a little bit and give you the story of what happened last year. And I'll preface this by saying, when I was eight or nine years old growing up in the mean streets of oh, suburbia, Houston, Texas. He went all Texas the, City. He went all the way back to that. <laughs> Not just last year. He went all the way back to that. I got to meet Warren Moon when I was eight or nine years old, and I was an exp- aspiring quarterback and wanted to be like him, and he was my favorite player, and I got to meet him outside of the stadium one day. And he shook my hand and told me I could be whatever I wanted to be, and I was going to be the best quarterback in the history of the NFL, and I cherish that moment he was my favorite player for a long time until the houston oilers left town and i was a fan free agent i became a fan of the packers but still warren moon was my dude fast forward what 32 years later (laughs) (laughs) and we're covering the super bowl last year and uh, we were honored to be invited to the lee steinberg super bowl party They shut down Universal Studios and let us run around. It was a great party. Had a lot of fun. At the Lee Steinberg event, who do I see but one Warren Moon, childhood hero of Van Nunley, the aspiring young ginger quarterback. By the way, you hear me talk about on the program a lot, gingers, a ginger quarterback has never won a Super Bowl. So I thought it was going to be me. Boy, was I wrong. Warren Moon gave me really bad advice. I could not do anything I wanted to do. So I see Warren Moon at the Lee Steinberg party, and I want to go walk up to him and congratulate him on... One year ago. One year ago. Mm-hmm. One year ago Saturday. I wanted to walk up to him and say, what an awesome impact he had on eight or nine year old me Mm -hmm. and what how cool it was that he took the time to give this kid this moment so i walk up to him and he's in like a small semi-circle of people talking to what i assume are friends and uh, there's like a crack in the circle so i walk up and right when i was walking up the handler his handler Mm -hmm. his guy he definitely wasn't a bodyguard he's like a normal sized person like I said, I said uh, hold, excuse me, sir, uh, Mr. Moon is talking right now. It's like, okay, no worries. I got a few minutes. So me and the crew sit there having a couple six of a, sips of a cocktail. A um, couple minutes later, circle breaks up. And like, it, and I'm not fanboying out, by the way. Okay. Because I didn't want to take a selfie. I didn't want to get an autograph. I just wanted to impart on Warren Moon this story. And keep in mind, we have been meeting some of the biggest stars in sports and movies and music the past week, and everyone was humble and kind and gracious and gave us all the time we wanted. But I walk up to this degenerate pile of garbage. Oh, God. Six Warren three. Moon. Six yeah. three. And I stick out my hand, and I say, excuse me, Mr. Moon. And he says, straight up, talk to the hand. He puts the backside of his giant hand right in my face, doesn't make eye contact, and walks away. I have never felt more slighted or Mm -hmm. insulted in my entire life. He big-timed you. And me being, you know, 40-year-old me, I'm like, oh, that was a jerk move. Immediately moved on from it. But on the inside, Griffin, eight- or nine-year-old me, I don't remember exactly how old I was, 
was shaken to the core. He was huddled in the corner in the fetal position crying from embarrassment. It was horrible. So for a year, I've been making claims that if I saw Warren Moon again (laughs) at the Lee Steinberg event in Phoenix, Arizona, I would throw hands. You said you would turn and square up to him. On site. Well, actually, what I said is I've been sharpening my knuckles for 366 mm-hmm. days. That's what she said. And I'm ready to do this. So you moonwalked right over to him. So Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. At the Lee Steinberg party, we check in, get our credentials, walk up to the red carpet. By the way, their credentials, Griff, is the marketing, like the media gal that I hang out with. She's like, Oh, hey, welcome, boys. And then just hands us bracelets. That's it. That There's not like a – we don't just submit anything. There's just like a like a girl that recognizes me for being tall. Yeah. That's the whole credential process. Last year they were much more thorough. They were much more thorough, but now we're on that level. Go ahead, man. So we get our credentials, and we walk uh, – and there's a little red carpet on the way into the event. Like mm-hmm. the boys want to get their picture taken. Who do we see? Right there on the red carpet. We haven't even entered in the event we yet. Are, we are event adjacent. And it was one Warren Moon himself. Yes, he was. Did you get did you one know, of the worst people on earth? You guys have the same birthday. Oh, I got that picture too. So I tell you guys, I'm like, I'm ready to do this. You guys got my back. And luckily calmer heads prevailed. Did they? But cowardice. your boy did get his revenge. So what had happened was... He did not get his revenge, Griff. I walked up to Warren Moon, acted like I had no idea who he was, handed him my iPhone, and <laughs> asked him to take a picture of us. <laughs> the only African-American so quarterback awesome. in the NFL Hall of Fame. Yes. Warren Moon, who had to make his way through playing for the Edmonton whatevers mm-hmm. before the National Football League would give him an opportunity, who the only college who would give him an opportunity, West Los Angeles College, I think that's actually correct, Okay. played multiple years at quarterback for the Huskies, wasn't even allowed to be MVP of the Pac-8 or 10 or whatever it was at the time, had to be co-MVP because this world – wasn't ready enough to say that a black dude was the best quarterback going. Uh-huh. You handed him your iPhone. And asked him to take a picture of us on the red carpet. Luckily for you, there are multiple allegations of inappropriate conduct for a Warren Moon over the years. And that, uh, <laughs> yes. that cloud. Did he take it? <laughs> <laughs> Excellent question, Griffin. Uh- or did he you, did, did you have to buy a new iPhone? He didn't stick his hand <laughs> in my face this time, but he did disregard the request and he walk did. away. He said, no, fam. He didn't even acknowledge me. He didn't even look at you. <sighs> it's all about the small victories, really, boys. And I had one on Saturday. So, Warren Moon, you worst person adjacent on earth. Until you meet again, right? It's just going to get worse every time. You're not going to be satisfied until he power slams you <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna recognize you i'm a better call saul <laughs> what does that mean i am going to provoke him sue. into a physical sue. engagement and i'm gonna sue him 
you'll remember me. Oh, you're the guy who tried to get me to take a picture last he year. He will always remember yeah. this ginger. It's the most disrespectful. It's the most disrespectful thing anybody's done to Warren Moon in decades, and it's on your boy's resume now. A lot of people are claiming that we just witnessed the solidification of a new dynasty. I'm going to tell you why we absolutely did not oh. whenever we get back. Wrapping up the program. Don't forget Lobo Talk on tonight, 7 o'clock. Is that here or KKOB? Right here on the Sports Animal? Yes, right here. Over there at Salt Yard East? Salt Yard East. Oh, in the tequila salt. I think it's the tequila lime room. Oh, I'm taking a detour home, boys. I don't. My, you know what? Forget it. You two can be on fumes. My- <laughs> 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Horn Moon sucks. The king of sports talk. I have not given myself no credit lately. The Jim Rome Show. Weekdays at 10 on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. All right, so we got to be off a minute early for Lobo Talk. Is that right? Coach Patino on tonight? You know, I'm not sure. but Better be. I, I, He usually is. Rob Portnoy hosting that bad boy? Yes. Usually Portnoy and um, Bradbury show up if they're not on the road. Bradbury's going to be there too? That's not the guy who got called for defensive holding yesterday, is it? It is. That's who got called. That's who? Okay. I do like those Lobo talks. They're They're great. They're like good little parties. We've done a couple. I, I want to show up and just do this. I want to show up and go. New Mexico State, huh? <laughs> well, you can write your questions down and give them to them, questions for the coach. Can I, is there something I can tweet? You can always call in. All right, I'll do that. I would call in and they would be like, from the VIP line. I'm like, I don't know the VIP number. <laughs> you can call in and be like, cancel. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> That's a good one. That, that and then joke, just hang up. That wouldn't go over with a lot of people, but I, I like <laughs> And then <that>. just <laughs> hang up. <laughs> crank collar, crank collar. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs are a dynasty, says everyone. They have two chips in four years. That's 100% more chips than what Aaron Rodgers has. Hey, Aaron Rodgers is going to fall so down the greatest quarterback of all time list because he can't win. He's going to end up in the Dan Marino. He's going to mm-hmm. end up one above Dan Marino. Yeah, that's yeah. true. He's going to be the he's going to be the worst come. of the one Super Bowl winning quarterback. He's going to give you QBR stats, Watts. Duh. Well, he's easily the best of the one Super Bowl winning quarterbacks. <laughs> he might be but he's that. only but it's a, a lot one of Super them. Bowl winning quarterbacks. He only got one. It's a lot of them. You know, that's how many Trent got. Oh, he's the regular season goat, undisputed. Chad Henney got a chip. He's got two. He's got two. 
Was he the backup for him before, too? Yep. Okay. Did you see his retirement photo last night? Chad Henney? Mm-hmm. It's him drinking a Bud Light. <laughs> Just That's look. it. Him on the field. He's like, I'm good. Given to him by State Farm. <laughs> it's his Twitter. It's it's what's that what's that music thing called? You know what I'm talking about? It the music note. Might just be called a music note. Mm-hmm. And it says, Queen, we are the champions. A treble clef? A trebled clef? Mm-hmm. That's like what? That's like a kid in an orphanage that needs a lip surgery? Okay. The confetti has fallen. There's fans all over the field. And Chad Henney just standing in the corner drinking a Bud Light. No one in the whole world. Sweet. So sweet. Got gray beard. Mm-hmm. I'd be a pretty cool week to like party in Phoenix all week because no one knows what you look like. That's sweet. He had a couple people around him that first night. At, at the media mixer? Yeah. Yeah, he did. But I think he was telling them who he was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I see I see you're in I see you're in a chief sweatsuit. You like yeah. have to wear a name tag on. Yeah. Luckily I Googled your number. Hey, Henay. Your <laughs> Henay. Is this Heen? How do you pronounce yeah. this? Henay. <laughs> Here's why the Chiefs are not that next dynasty. Cause in the NFL, that word has been redefined. That word was redefined from what it traditionally was, which was three championships. It was the 49ers were a dynasty. The yes. Steelers were a dynasty. Yes. The Cowboys were a dynasty. None of those are dynasties. There's only been one NFL dynasty, and that's your New England Patriots. They're the only thing that counts as a dynasty. Nothing else qualifies, including two out of four and I don't care what Travis Kelsey says on his podcast. My thing is, if you don't win back-to-back, that's the beginning of, of Dynasty. You see, you're doing basketball now. That's any Dynasty. No, I, I got to disagree with that's you, boys. Dynasty. I got to disagree with you, boys. What you got? He's been in the NFL for seven years. He's okay. been the starter for six years. In one game. His okay. first six years, he already has two championships. If he can play 20 years, that's a lot of opportunities. He has been in the AFC Championship game every year of his career. Just the last five. Except for one. That's a dynasty. Nah, you got to get that back-to-back. You got to get that back-to-back. He ain't special. He ain't Tom Brady. Tom Brady ruined it for everyone else. He really did. Tom Brady is such a dynasty. He took the Patriots dynasty down to Tampa for five minutes. It was the Patriots dynasty, and then he went to Tampa and won a Lombardi boy. I told you guys during the break a fun fact that Hertz had the best fantasy performance in the history of Super Bowls by a quarterback. I was incorrect. Was it Joe Montana? It is the second best performance by a quarterback by .74 percentage points of one point. Over who? Who was it? Steve Young. Ah. 1995 against your dudes. Yeah. We waxed those chargers. I need you boys to do me a big favor. Electrolytes. Water. Oh, so much. So much. Rob, you just take a whole day off if you you need Can't. It. I gotta get it going. Tomorrow. I'm up 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 in the morning. I'm at it. I'm going. Really it's a sleep deficit what, for me. What you just yeah. said sounds like a lie. 
No, it's not. Okay. You know me, boys. I never get tired. Good job last week. Your face says otherwise. (laughs) (laughs) We kind of crushed it last week, didn't we? Not kind of. Final words? Too much for the time a lot. If you have anything we didn't cover, make sure you check out an open drive tomorrow with Jeff, JJ, and A. Marie. You're in Santa Fe tomorrow. I'm in Santa Fe tomorrow, but I will be back Wednesday. Good job, everyone. GG Lobo talking about one minute. See you tomorrow, Blue We out. Now Now betting for the sports sports animal, animal, your your afternoon afternoon drive. drive. Number two, two, Menon, Van Nunley, Nunley and Fred Fred Slow. Slow. And in the the on-deck circle, circle. Robert Buck D. Gibson. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. But also Robert to his not friends, Buck D. (laughs) Gibson. Do you say Robert when you go up on stage, or do you only say Buck D? No, I say Robert Buck D Gibson. Try, all right, try. I hit I hit everyone because a lot of people know me as Buck D, and a lot of people know me as Robert Gibson. I right, try putting the at the beginning. Try it now. No, <laughs> that is horrible. Do you not use dangerous anymore? No, no. uh, uh-uh. uh, just too much. You got a lot of brandings. You want to just like solidify it down to like, hear me out, Robert Gibson? Imagine the ladies no. in the bedroom and they're like trying Ooh. to say all the names. Like they can't keep them all in Ooh. line. That means I'm doing a great job. <laughs> <laughs> say my address too while you're at it. <laughs> Congratulations to the big winner of the Waste Management Open. And that was um, all of us. I was going to say everybody who up. went. <laughs> That's what's up. I had a blast. That's such a genius idea. They were so ahead of the game. The waste management? Yes. We went. Seen it in person, like on 16. It's that rowdy. It the was energy, loose. The energy is that magical. It was super loose. They're, is- not, they're not just, it's not clever TV editing. The place is just like it seems. What I want to know is when does the rest of the golfing world catch up? I don't think you do. No, you let that you just be make the one. that exclusive, or do do people in other parts of the country be like, "Hey, we need something like that." You, okay. you know how you only do elimination chamber one time a year, right? Same. It's got to be that. That's okay. what it is. Did it feel like Thunderdome to you at the sixteen? A hundred percent. It did, right? Oh yeah. Like to me, like as we were leaving, I knew that Master Blaster ran Barter Town. There was zero <laughs> confusion for me. There were a lot of Masters blastering for sure. Well, I don't know how many green jackets were there. But, yeah, mm-hmm. there was a lot of good golf. I could only handle a couple pairings, though. Like, after it got through, to me, anyways, it felt a little amateur hour. It felt like some of these guys, and although I'm not going to say they weren't golf fans, because I think there were golf fans there. Sure. But the, a lot of the guys 
that were there enjoying it were obviously drinking fans, but they were not drinking fans on a pro level. They were drinking fans on an amateur level. So is that what everyone thinks about me at the Royal Rumble? You could just tell I'm there to get hammered? I do think that. Griff, we're going to grab a quick break. we got a little tech diffs on our side, and where we get back, we'll wrap up this waste management talk. It's two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Don't just friggin' sit there. Get in the game right right now now. at 888-922-0610. Robert's microphone took a dive like the way that streaker did at the Waste Management Open into that pond. So we had to step away for a moment. But you get it figured out? It's good. good. Okay. It's good. Jumped right off there. Somebody trying to take me out. What is this? Like anyone, <laughs> like on those raised platforms of the Super Bowl, just jump, oh. yeah, just jump. I guess everyone, because I had concern watching it. I was like, that doesn't seem safe. Yeah, like you were looking to try to see what it was connected to and didn't see anything. There was nothing. Yeah. All in recognizing like Riri being pregnant. And recognizing Riri using a backing track and recognizing Riri being limited in her dancing abilities due to her uh, unborn childs. Those, like, accompanying dancers, I wanted to say backup, but she wasn't really dancing, so I guess they're not backup. Right. They didn't really have the moves. Just a lot of gyrating. I couldn't tell because I wasn't paying attention to them. It was all about Riri? I was just looking at her. In her Kansas City red? Yep. That's what I was – well, State Farm read. <laughs> That's what it was. Sure. sure. <laughs> That's was. exactly what it was. Yeah. Right when she came out, I was like, oh, that's who the feature is this year. It's Elmo. <laughs> it's not. It's not the one. So we're at the Waste Management Open on – what day we go, Van? That would be, we were there Saturday. Sunday. Oh, Sunday morning. It was Sunday morning? It was Sunday. Sunday morning. That's all bleeding together, whatever. So that was the championship That's crazy. Round. We did the waste management and the Super Bowl on the same day. That is, we're insane people for taking that on. I mean, we had to do what we had to do. Big congratulations to Scotty Scheffler. 3.6 mil. Excellent day. <laughs> it's a really good day for the Scheffler family. Went in with a two-stroke lead. Started the day with a two-stroke lead. Left the day with a two-stroke lead. Maintained did that whole thing. So we're at the 16, right? So it's, like I said, it's built like, if you, and they show it to you on TV, but I don't think it gives it justice. No. It's built like Thunderdome. Yes. To where you have to literally walk in through a tunnel. The tunnel slams behind you. Mm-hmm. Maximus Aurelius Gladius comes out. There's a tiger. That part's weird. You have to gladiator fight to the death. I missed the tiger, but I saw multiple rabbits. Oh, yeah. So Tiger wasn't there. He's playing How next does that week. Thing- <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> like it's encased. It's closed in, and they still got rabbits. The rabbits have their own series of tunnels. They in literally, and out, in literally, and out of the 16th hole. You familiar? Big, man. <laughs> Are you familiar with Bugs Bunny, dude? I do not know a lot of rabbits. Do you, where do you believe rabbits live? 
Like, I, I'm not trying to, like, blow your mind I, here. I think he only knows one type of rabbit that we can't You talk know, there about were a lot there. of Tubi commercials with rabbits. I wonder if they were placed hmm. there by the Tubi Corporation. Hmm. Like, they have tubes? Yeah. Huh. State Farm and Tubi working together. Tubi's come up. That they came a long way. I'm yeah, not, I'm not knowing a ton about them. What is that? Tubi had the the it's best. App. Oh, to be fair, mm. to be fair, no, to be fair, Robert. the app. Hey, you spent a whole week with this. You got to do this now. Never. To be fair, Robert. Never. Robert. To. Never. Be. Ever. Tubi is like the app. Kirtland signature <laughs> Netflix. It's like great value Netflix. I don't watch Netflix. I don't watch anything. It's free. What is WWE on? Hulu. You watch Hulu. Let's say it's just like a really horrible version of Hulu. A That's few just years Hulu ago. Hulu for him without wrestling. Oh, I would never watch that. That's go. what I'm saying. That's what it is. I had a friend log into my Hulu the other day, and they were like, hey, I don't want to mess this up by watching 90 Day Fiance. And I was like, first of all, it's not messing it up because I don't watch anything. Mm-hmm. That's only, all you watch is WWE and 90 Day Fiance. I'm thinking about doing a 90 Day Fiance recap podcast. If you guys would be interested in being a part of it. Okay. <laughs> Voila. There you go. There it is. I thought everybody was going to say okay. No. No thanks. That's uh, Robert won't do To Be Fair. And I won't do 90 Day Fiance. And Fred won't do Black Cinema Movie. I'm saving it for <laughs> Black <What>? History Movie. <laughs> It's almost over. We're halfway there. Yeah. Or we're three quarters of the way there. No, this no, is the no, shortest month. Yeah. It's, like, it's like over you in can, 24 can't hours. Can't you go rent like a rent? Listen to me. Harlem Nights or something? That's awesome. Well, I feel like the only way to watch these black history movies that are me by Robert oh, was to, is to like buy history. them at the state fair from a vendor for a dollar a piece. Hmm. No. That's an excellent <laughs> reference. It's a very niche reference. Yeah. If, well, if anybody would, who gets that reference is definitely giggling right if now. He, if he would watch anything on Hulu besides wrestling, he would know they're on there. Oh, okay. I didn't know. Oh. So the waste management open, as we mentioned. You walk in through a tunnel on one of the sides. I, I, I don't super know which way I was facing. I'm going to call it the south side. So you walk into a tunnel. You tee off. And it's like a par three. It's like a par it's three. It's a par three. So anyway, so from the tee, from the get, from the box, from the blues, you got a shot out the gate to ace one. Mm. And everyone in the – how many people do you think were there, Van? What's a real number? God, I don't know, 30,000? There might have been 30,000 people there. So what the, it felt like. So immediately surrounding this thing. Okay, cut that in half. It's 16,000. There were 16,000 <laughs> people right there. It looks just, like that when you're drinking. Though. Just on hole 16, not the whole. Oh, thing. not the whole yeah. thing. Yeah, gotcha. the whole thing is like 200,000 people on that golf course. But with the energy of double 16,000, mm-hmm. which is 28 Black History Month. So every time they tee off, and it floats, mm-hmm. and it floats, and the entire Thunderdome—I don't know the word to use—Coliseum Dome is fine. There is a collective. <gasps> Everybody's like, oh, oh yeah. And then as it starts to come down, the they lands go on oh. the green. They go bonkers. Yeah, yeah. And if it doesn't, if it rolls off. The boo birds. They get booed. 
their whole walk yes. all the way to the green. That's how it, it is, should be. That's it's so a blast. Hey, it's uh, a blast. That's how it should be. If they hit it in a bunker on the walk down, they go left foot, right foot, left foot, <laughs> right foot. I don't know if they really do that, but it would have been fitting. Also, I could have started that chant because that's how easily manipulative all these lemmings were at this thing. You could just call them sunburnt alcoholics. They were bad. Yeah. They, it was amateur hour, Griff. Being down there was like, you, all right, so this is was not. Was it like Cancun Spring Break, the 80s? Mm. Yes. That's Waste Manager Open is, is. Cancun Spring Break, the 80s. It's just a peak of their power, 1988 <laughs> Motley Crue concert. But it's in the middle of a golf course. I see them with all mullets with cut-off T-shirts. <laughs> there were so <laughs> many mullets. Yeah. So many cut-off T-shirts. I, I don't know if I'm old man slow either or just not fa- like fashionably conscious. I don't know what the look is now. I thought I knew what was a cool look. I do not. So in your defense, golf fashion is wildly different than anything that you know about. Even just around town, though. Because like, you got, like, the boring old white guys, and they're just, like, dressed like they're going golfing. Yeah. And then yeah. you got, like, the, yeah. the younger generation of golfers who are wearing, like... The colors, the patterns. Colors and stuff patterns. Stuff that sticks out. Weird so I was shirts. into that. Yeah. But I'm telling you, the, the number of combinations I saw of, like, denim shorts, cut-off denim jacket, mm-hmm. and, like, a NASA t-shirt. <laughs> cut-off denim jacket. And I'm like, is this a look now? Is it a look to wear, like... And I'm not talking like current logos. I'm talking about like 70s, 80s logos, retro, retro, retro logos. Yeah. I'm like, do I not? Do I no longer know what cool is? <laughs> Am I no longer cool? Fred, I need some very verifiable evidence that you were ever cool at any point <laughs> whatsoever. I had Tommy Hill figures. <laughs> no, you didn't. If you call, if you say it like that, you didn't have it. Say it again. Tommy Hill figures. No. <laughs> figures. Figures. <laughs> Tommy has a hill figure. Speaking of getting those movies for a dollar yeah. from the fair, <laughs> what's up? That's when you get Tommy Hill figures. <laughs> figures. The flags inverted. Yeah. Are, are my is K- this France the, the blue is purple? Yeah. <laughs> are my K Swiss not the business anymore? Is oh that my. not? Oh, I love some K Swiss. No, those are cool. Those are coming back. Thank you. Those Thank, are coming yeah, back. Very cool. Every decade. Did you yeah. save them? You still have yours? When L.A. Knight uh, debuted with the WWE, I, I thought about buying some L.A. Gears. Are those still the business? Those could come back soon. What yeah. about some British Knights? BKs. Yeah. yeah. I could put those on. I think I would. Reebok's the business right now. That's the big one? Reebok's on its way up. With the pump tongue? You'll never, you'll never knock off Nike, but Reebok is making a comeback right mm-hmm. now. Can I talk about the pump tongue? The pumps? What? Yes, you may. What? Speaking of Nike, did you guys see the the um, the trailer for that movie about the Air Jordans? Oh, that's yes. going to be good. It's oh, called Air. Fantastic. What is that? Right. It's about Nike um, collabing for those Air what? Jordans. Why would they make that movie just so it could years later have a movie called LeBron Jordans? Well, that's where... what this is. This is Michael Jordan saying, okay, let's have this movie in the tuck so when he breaks this scoring record, we can take the... The shine, the back. shine right back. Yeah, that's what this is. But then LeBron will make a much better movie many years later. People can test that it's not, but it'll mm. make more money. It'll have more viewers, more fans, and more of a cultural impact. Just Until there's more LeBrons on people's feet than Jordans, Jordan's always going to be number one in that realm. 
I don't own a single pair of LeBrons. I own multiple pairs of Jordans. I have one pair of LeBrons, multiple pair of Jordans. Robert, you legit have the coolest pair of LeBrons. Which ones? Yeah, that was the knit, dope. the neon knits. Yeah. Mm, yeah, so strong. I saw the trailer as well, and to me, it just—I think it's just Goodwill Hunting, and they let one black guy in the movie. <laughs> I almost thought the same. I'm like, actually, are they I think Goodwill? there's two. You saw two? It's Chris Tucker and someone else. Okay. Well, obviously, <laughs> if you cast this movie and you Wait, hold on, Chris Tucker's alive. Yeah, that is awesome. Yes. That made Chris my day. Tucker? What? I he can't wait real, to journal about this later. He got real weird. Yeah, he did. The if you make a Michael Jordan movie currently in today's day, anything related, and you do not cast Michael B. Jordan, how bad are you screwing up Hollywood? Creed three looks like fire. I saw the trailer last night during the Super Bowl. Yes, the Super Bowl commercials last night as yeah. booty as booty ever gets. Mm-hmm. The Super Bowl trailers. Oh my gosh! Yeah, got me so excited. You know, There's only ma- two that I remember. Fast and Furious. What's up? Transformers. They had a fast. What's up? They did. Are you fast ten? Dog, Fast 10? Uh, no. The Flash? The Flash was the one oh I saw. Oh, my god! Transformers? The Flash was number one. The Age of Beast? I've seen that one before. Oh, I haven't seen it. I've seen that one. No, The Flash was the one. Yeah. Even though that's got... really Batman Michael Keaton. That's oh what the movie god. should be called. Gosh, I was so excited yeah. to see that. Does it have that one kid? Yeah. Oh, yeah. good for him making it through all that. Yeah, but this is his last one, though. Yeah, he oh. was supposed to be yeah. fired. He's done after that. Yeah. I needed some reassurance that Chris Tucker is in this movie. He is. He's indeed in this movie. Yeah. I'm finding something very weird right now looking at the the cast. Yes. Is Michael Jordan not in the movie? No. That's why I probably it's won't watch it. It's just the Nike people. Yes. Okay. Because they can't put someone to play Michael Jordan because we're like, that's not Michael Jordan. Right. It's going to be a knockoff. Great okay, value. That makes sense. Michael, Michael B. B. Jordan. Jordan. There you go. <laughs> From the texter, friend of the show, Aaron Burnett, is currently five episodes into Blackish. Uh, we're not going to give you no flowers for that, Aaron. That's, yes, I am. Great job. <laughs> Great job. Fred, this black versus white movie <laughs> bet that's supposed to be a podcast someday. Yes. He hasn't it'll, watched a single it'll, one. He'll never get off the ground. Blackish is good, but Grownish, I liked Grownish. Grownish is good, too. I never heard of it. It's a it's Michael Jordan movie without college. Michael Jordan. Oh, I gotta find a black movie about wrestling. I would watch that. It's Junkyard. I, I would watch that. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing about Booker T. Yeah, Kamala doesn't have a movie or I, something. I don't even watch Young Rock. <laughs> no, me neither. I don't watch that either. Ray? He hasn't seen any of that. I saw Ali. Just because the poster's on the wall behind him. (laughs) He just looked at the poster on the wall. (laughs) Are you just naming things in the room now, Brick? (laughs) I do be like that sometimes. I recently became a Philadelphia 76ers fan. Why'd you do that? Because I wanted to go to the championship and then lose it. Like the rest of the Philly like teams. The, the rest of all the Philly teams. That's so funny. Oh. Ghost Rose. So that, you... that definitely would have started a fight last night. So <laughs> did Kevin Durant kind of make his way around everywhere while you guys were there? He doesn't get in town until tomorrow. Oh, yeah. okay. And he's still hurt anyways. Yeah. Well, hurt-ish. He's hurt like Patrick Mahomes is hurt. Now that he got traded, he's going to be so healthy, so fast. Oh, yeah. He's going to be the healthiest dude on the planet. It was his feelings that were hurt. He nice. James Harden, he put out a statement. Yeah. He's like, you guys thought I was crazy. You think you guys thought I was selfish. It's like I tried to told you. Uh-huh. That's what he said. 
Which is the truth, though. Hey, but the Nets have seven first-round picks now that they will turn into absolutely nothing. Is it really seven? It's not seven. Is you got it? seven first-rounders. God, that's so crazy. The, the whole first round of the draft is going to be Utah and the Nets. That's what it's going to be. Yeah, but we'll be sitting here in three years talking about how both those squads are the business. Not Utah. I don't know. No. They can't keep anybody. Also, you got to have that Carl Malone mentality to stay in Utah. Yeah. I didn't want to super bring this up. The Phillies losing the World Series, the Union losing the Major League Soccer, and now obviously the Eagles losing the Super Bowl. Because I don't want to accidentally think, I don't actually want people to think, I don't actually want our friends of the show to think that we think that Major League Soccer is a real sport. <laughs> Okay, soccer is a real sport. <laughs> You're good. saying that that's MLS good. is not a real league. That's good. Yeah, so let's clarify. Also, 505-246-0610. Philly fan out there, would you like to vent? First Without of all, are, cussing? Are, I know how you people are. <laughs> are you also? Are there D- any, DWC, are there, if you're listening, call us. Are there any here? In, Phil, in Albuquerque? Yeah. Oh, there's a bunch. They are everywhere. Really? I know multiple. Since the Philly special. They are passionate. Hmm. They go to 66 Diner and try to order the Philly special. I think we have have a Phillies fan in this building. Like a closet one? Go get them. Wait, a Phillies fan or an Eagles fan? Phillies. Phillies. Well, that's fine. That's convenient. Wait, is it you? Are you you projecting? (laughs) I'm just saying, no one's talking about Major League Soccer ever as a sport until yesterday, and people are like, oh... Philadelphia heartbreak. No. Griffin goes and grabs a security guard. He's like, I know you're a big Philly fan. Bring him in here. He's like, I just like the sandwich. <laughs> they don't even have the best sandwiches. I'm from Cleveland, actually. The Wait. best Philly, Philly cheesesteaks are all in New York anyways. Most of the best everything food-related is See, in New York. This is how I know we don't have any Eagles fans. That phone would have lit up right yeah, there. Here we go. The- take, take the bait. No, when you when I read the story about the three the three teams in Philadelphia, I got to the MLS and you know they were showing pictures. I was like, who is that guy? They could have put anybody. Yeah, <laughs> that could have been a fan in that jersey. That couldn't even been the right jersey. I'd have been like, man, that's messed up. That's crazy. Hey, Robert. Yes. Pop quiz. What's up? How many teams are in the MLS? <laughs> This is a very good pop quiz. <laughs> I'm not even going to touch anything, <laughs> and I'm going to say 18. That's a very good guess. I'm going to say 18. I'm freaking out right now. I'm going to say it's I'm, 30. How many? It is 29. Yeah. What? Told you. I would have thought like 16. Give me the most obscure city that it's in. Oh, I'm loving this. St. Louis has one. No, that's that's not obscure, though. They okay. have. Give me the city where you're like, why do they have an MLS Austin city? has one. Okay. That's the city then. That's the city. There's like a weird. It's going to be somewhere like all dry. It's something I got to like say, a... it's probably Charlotte. Okay. Yeah, that's out there yeah. a little bit. All all the teams that you think would be there are there. All right. They're all there. New York has two. Here's why Eagles. Oh, San Jose. That, there we go. That's a good one. That, there we go. Yeah, I do believe there's a culture for that. There. But that's a whole area. That's a whole part of a state. Yeah. They're just mm-hmm. calling it San Jose. Yeah. Yeah. That's all like, that's Bay Area. Sure. 
Phillies fans are not calling this program. Excuse me. Eagles fans are not calling this program. Excuse me. Philadelphia fans are not calling this program because as soon as the Super Bowl was over, Eagles fan went outside from wherever they were viewing the game and knocked over the nearest telephone pole. That's their move. Mm. When their team loses, they destroy stuff. Oh, the riots in Philly were awful. They're awful. So, awful. That, so they do that win or lose. Correct. Okay. They were looking for go. a reason. Yeah. And then they like tell you about it. <laughs> They're like they do that when they don't like the latest episode of Ninety Day Fiance. They just go out in the streets and riot. Well, I haven't seen that, but wait, you haven't? They do identify which like street pole has it coming. Like, I'm gonna I'm mess this one up. The I wonder how long one. I wonder how long the Rocky statue had on the Chiefs jersey. Oof, you know there was a <laughs> a group of idiots just protecting it. It's like a wall, no. a wall of Eagles no. fans standing around uh-huh. Rocky protecting it. Well, you know they they already had put the jersey on them. It was on. I saw the picture. I wanted to know how long it took for them to take it off. From the texter, the Philadelphia Stars, which is the Vans' favorite thing, the USFL, they lost to the Birmingham Stallions in the USFL championship as well. That is awesome. So we're just naming obscure sports. You know what? They got the same trophy Van got. Second At the point. golf tournament? <laughs> the golf tournament. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did it out of 70 teams, though. They got second out of two. Wait, who knew that? <laughs> People out there are knowing. Man. Isn't Philadelphia the city of brotherly losers? Is that what it's called? Uh, it, it has to be now. <laughs> it has to be. It's only- the city of lovely brothers. Oh, I found this article called, A Look Back at the 25 Years of Philadelphia Losers. Nice. That's harsh. The only reason they won back when they beat Tom Brady is because they didn't follow NFL script. They cheated again. Mm-hmm. 25 years of losers in Philadelphia? It says 25 years of Philadelphia losers. Dang, that's brutal. I guess you put Will Smith on there. Kevin Hart, he's from Philly, right? Will Smith just lost to Chris Rock, so there's that. Philadelphia had a bunch of dudes. Bob Saget, I think, was from Philadelphia. Kobe? Kobe Bryant. New Mexico State talk whenever we get back. There's um, weird stuff a-brewing. We've been throwing a lot of jokes. This one's going to be heavier adjacent. There is a lack of control down south, and it's gross. You don't say. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. You gotta be kidding me, dude. Jim f***ing Rome. Dude, don't make me block you. Don't be the first. On 95.9 FM and AM 610, the Sports Animal. All right, we're back on the show. I'm about to talk a little New Mexico State, but before we do, friend of the show, Wayne, is joining us. Although I can't get it potted in because I forgot how the station works. Wayne, how are you, brother? 
Hey, I'm doing great. And uh, thanks for putting a big smile on my old leathery face on my drive home. You guys are, are just, Let's you're go, just brother. bringing Thank it today. Thank you, sir. Yes. Hey, I had a, a question and a comment. You yeah. know, I, I have a gift for identifying teams in New Mexico that should probably be Division Two that are presently <laughs> Division One. Yep. And I, I, yes, you know about that. So I identified a football team not too many years ago that probably should think about it. Now I've, I've found a New Mexico basketball team that should really consider Division Two. It better not so be my UNM I'm just Lobos. Vague. I'm sorry? It better not be my UNM Lobos who've had a little bit of a slide since we've been gone. Oh, heck no. No, oh, they're, 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 they're doing good. It's further south than Albuquerque. Mm. Um, but I have a question. Here's the question. I just want to let people really think about the Division Two comment. But, no, what was your favorite part about last week? Uh, you know, I'm assuming it was the Seth Rollins interview, but if there's something that's a bigger highlight oh, than that, question. I'd love to hear it. No, good question. And, Wayne, I'll give you this one off the air, but, yeah, it's a good job reaching out on that one. The I think it was Kevin Harlan for me, I think, was maybe the highlight as far as people we got to sit down. Oh, you know what it was? Kevin Harlan is my favorite interview as a broadcaster. My favorite interview, though, was when you two boys and Brian Urlacher just roasted me hard <laughs> on the middle linebacker stuff. That, yes. Because I stand upon a hill of ignorance and lies, and I, and I will scream at the top of my, my, my lungs, as far as Sandias will carry it, how unimportant the linebacker position is. And um, Brian Urlacher did not agree with your boy. He didn't hold back like other linebackers have. They've been cowards, like yeah, they traditionally are on the field. They were like, oh, you know, he might have a point. Brian Urlacher was just looking at you with his piercing eyes. And he was like, oh, that's you? I still You feel, said that? I still feel that moment. Yes. Yeah, he was like, he thinks it's booty. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Fred's, Those are exact words. Exact words. Fred's linebacker takes got softer and softer throughout the week. <laughs> yes. First linebacker on. He's like, linebacker position is stupid. It's unnecessary. They're the biggest idiots on the field. And then a couple interviews with a linebacker later, he's like, well, I just meant middle linebackers. And then Because the edge rushers, those are needed. Yeah, actually, actually, the edge rushers are very important. It's the middle linebacker that's not important. And it just kept morphing and getting softer and softer and softer. And then finally sat down with Brian Urlacher. And it, it you, comes out, the middle linebacker is actually the defensive quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> he's not supposed to be getting hit. <laughs> I did say that. <laughs> Brian was like, he's the only guy with a, head, a microphone in his helmet. I'm like, yeah, because he, he avoids contact. <laughs> and Brian's like, I need you to stop talking. He demanded yeah, he that you stop talking. He said on our program. You're about to piss me off. That's, that's what, what he, he said. said. <laughs> there was, and we won't say names here, but he said, hey, your direct competitor in town is better than you. Mm. He said that to me. Looked you right in the eye and did not blink. I said, but he's not, right? <laughs> Right, Mr. Urlacher? <laughs> it's not our show. No. Mm-mm. It's not your show either, friend of the show. New Mexico State. <sighs> the police reports are out there, too. Like, I, we don't need to use some of this language. We don't need to talk about this stuff. I mean, we need to talk about it, But if you want to read the exact details 
Like, it exists. It is available to you. NMSU police report. That's all you got to look up. We're not going to tweet it. Go find it. Their basketball program, which also they snuck this announcement in on like Friday night, like five minutes after we were off the air. Uh Yes, they did. New Mexico State, one of their players was a victim of some hazing. And I'm using the word victim because in this police report, the things done to this individual, Mm -hmm. these are not hazings. Hazing is chirping on a long on a long car ride. Yes, like I'm into I'm into hazing. I'm into ribs. I'm into chirping. I'm into anything that ends in good humor and better fellowship. I was going to say it forms camaraderie. Yeah. Yep. The amount of shade I throw at you guys. No one catches more bits on me about how they strike out on gals than Robert, because I've seen it. It's funny. <laughs> this is not what that was. No. This is physical harm. This is sexual humiliation. And there is a leadership problem. There is a institutional integrity problem. Every one of those dudes got to hit the portal. And then never bring anyone in again. This thing needs to be dead forever. You don't say... Okay, so we just overlook a big old fight that happens at a football game. Right, with that involves dudes. That involves athletes. We overlook bullets. We overlook guns. We overlook people being hospitalized. We overlook someone actually losing their life. We overlook the cover-up. The cover-up. Yeah. But this is, the, this is the one, the hazing. Not trying to minimize it or anything like that, but there has always been a pattern that they've turned a blind eye to but it's just, it, I found it kind of funny that hazing is the one that shut everything down. So It makes I, no sense to me. I thought the year should have been suspended after the incident already. Right. But again, I don't want to punish the whole class for the actions of one person. No, nah, that's not how in, it works. In that shooting. That's not how it works. But now this is the whole class. <clears throat> and they are classless. And they tried to cover it up again. Let me tell you, that's... Being someone who was in the military, one, all. You're all the same. It doesn't matter. Like, there's, you can't pluck out a piece of the rottenness and think, oh, it's going to flourish. Nope. It's the, it's the whole thing. The police report cites three offenses by three. I'm going to use the word players, but I, I don't know what other word to use. Perpetrators. False imprisonment. So that's like. That's like being locked somewhere or tied up or something. And not allowed to leave when you want to leave. Harassment. Two counts of criminal sexual contact. And this goes all the way back to fall. This is like late summer, fall, July and August. I don't know anything about Greg Iyer. I don't know anything about him. I don't want to. That's not a dude. Greg Ayer is not a dude. Just to allow this to happen and then cover it up and then keep it hush-hush, that shows, I mean, who who do you want leading these young student-athletes? You need someone with moral fiber. You need someone with character. You need someone that treats other human beings with dignity and respect. Not someone who tried to cover up a shooting and then let the players commit these alleged crimes right in front of the whole team. 
and then again try to cover it up. What they're supposed to be doing is getting these young men ready for the real world. Sure. And if you're turning a blind eye to this type of things, they're going to go out in the real world not understanding how it really works. And that's when you get into real big problems. There's a ooh, there's a rich truth in that. There's a rich truth in that. It's the truth. I can't speak for you two guys. I can speak for myself. I worked in a lot of markets. I worked in a couple different industries, primarily this one for the last 20 years. I will go to a market, and there will be individuals in that market that think they have free run. They'll think they have free reign. They think they, they think they in the fan words of Rihanna, run this town. <laughs> and then you show up, and you say, actually, there's a way to do it. Yeah. This ain't it. Mm-hmm. This What the old boy says – uh, continual locker room harassment, including including like being declothed, including being touched. We're not talking one hazing incident. We're talking a culture of it. It's a tradition to do it in front of the entire team. That's, what? That's crazy. Miss me with that tradition. Yeah, that's I'm, crazy. Hey, I'm not the victim reporting then. I'm a witness reporting then. That too. The second I see weird stuff. I took a job. Oh, my God. This is the weirdest story. I took a job one time running a boys and girls club. The gal that ran the Boys and Girls Club over me, the director, she would skim donation money. She had been doing it for decades. 100 bucks comes in, only 80 bucks came in. Doing it for decades. I show up day one, day one-ish. Hey, she's scamming. Hey, she's been doing it for decades. It's fine. What? Huh? You go. You got go. Hmm. Yeah. Well, okay, there's a... We kind of touched on this before, but it's a different situation now because you're looking at these young adults. You're 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 in a society of no snitching, and I'm not gonna talk. And you know, no one wants to be the one who says anything. Not they don't they don't want to say anything. They don't want to be found out. They're the ones who said something because then you have that label. Hey, I want to know. I want to know the dudes that stand up for dudes that can't be standing up for themselves. That's the problem. If you don't have that environment that's what makes the people afraid to come up and say something like they think they're going to lose their opportunity well if leadership is allowing this to happen they know leadership is is tight-lipped my heart so why would they go above it and risk what they have and be the one who outed everyone else i'm feeling you my heart aches that there's a culture within our state at a state university mm-hmm. of the five of them that we have to where there is a group of young men that do not have leadership in front of them mm-hmm. to be confident enough to stand up for what is not just right, but what is like helping, protective, all those things you want your child or your brother or your whatever relate your friend to have access to. You cannot live in fear ever in your life. And if you have to, you have to have outlets to escape that. Mm-hmm. There's a cowardice here. A cowardice from the university. Their garbage coach. And Mario, who I know semi-well from previous walks of life. What's going on here, my man? We call. We were together at Super Bowl over the weekend. We call a guy we know who's in the know. That dude dodges our call. I'm not saying any names. Sure. 
But you two both know. And the second he didn't answer, because we know that this dude mm-hmm. always answers me. Right. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. You know what it was. Oh, you part of you part of it now. Right. Close ranks. What were you knowing before? It's not like we wanted to put anybody in the know on the record. We just want to have a frame of reference for the actuality of these charges. Like what really happened? Because my mind is racing. Well, it's in the report here. It's, it's there. very, it's very, well, I mean, it's in the report. It's pretty vague. The descriptions are vague. But the, where it leads my mind is way worse. Mine too. Mine too. For, for, for this to be the end result, it's got to go there. Yeah. Yeah. What's scary is that this is the only program that we know about that this is happening happen like there has to be so many other programs that this is happening in and people are just scared to come forward well or say anything hazing in sports has existed forever it's huge in football i actually don't think so not to this extent because i don't think there's a lot of programs that are being led like that or unless i'm just being real naive well sure but this isn't hazing no, no, that's what I'm saying. No, this is alleged, no. I'm talking about alleged this, sexual assault to this level. I don't think there's a lot of programs across the country that has leadership that allows this to go on. This, right? Yeah, examples like can, this. Yeah, I guess I can only think of like the gymnastics. Yeah, but that was like a big, mm-hmm. little bigger, but that was it. Well, it was insanely big. Yeah, and. I mean, there's excuse makers everywhere. Like, you, you get brainwashed, right? You get into the cult yeah. of it. Yeah. You, uh, Happy Valley. We talk about that, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you become to where you can't escape it. And what you do, you create whataboutisms. And you, I see we have, like, a friend of the show in, in the live chat right now that's doing this exact thing. Or you become sure. numb to it. Or you, yeah, you participate, become a participator in it. If you one time say boys will be boys. No. No. Boys will be boys is whenever we're playing chicken on our bicycles and run into each other right that's boys will be boys and and hazing like you hinted at it like chirping making fun of the dudes bagging on them to me hazing is more innocent and fun you throw a guy in the locker room in the locker and fill it with shaving cream you tie a guy's shoe together on the bus when he falls asleep stuff like that Mm -hmm. not what they did no you text a guy's crush from his phone i laugh with you correct yeah you three to one Yes. Pin down, sexually assault. No, yeah. And then the culture at the – I'm sorry, Rob. I'm no, go ahead. To- go ahead. The, the thing about hazing, what people forget, the word derives really from you having to go through things in order to join something. Like jumping in. Yes. You're already a part of the team. Yeah. That's not hazing. That's why I think they misuse this word. This Just call it, call it what it is. Alleged sexual assault. That's what it That's is. exactly what it is. I know we're up against it, Griff. Might, and we can put another fifteen into this. I don't. I don't hate that idea. To me, this player, which I'm moving forward, calling victim, this victim, to be able to go to the police department because these college towns are so gross, sure, and entangled, sure. I somebody has gone to this police department before, and they typed it up like. Like like Lily Tomlin phantom typing, mm. like it did not come up. Right. Oh, not sure what you're talking about there, son. Or a booster came in and said, "Hey, here's a couple grand if you don't. Hey, here's a couple grand and 
And I'm going to get your little sister a cheerleading scholarship. Hey, here's a couple grand, Dan. Yeah. Turn the blind eye. And that was the solution for so very long. Hmm. And now, not only is the program dead, it should stay dead. Sad. It is not deserving. And the lawsuits that are going to come out of this thing, hmm. I'm not going to speak for anyone. We know some people. There are people's. There is someone right now in broadcasting. There's someone to broadcast for that team. They no longer get the spotlight of Division One basketball oh, broadcast. Man. There's someone running promotions. The ripple effect of all that, huh? Yeah. Because you account for that on your resume. All those scholarships lost. All of it. There are in, there's NIL money right now that was supposed to go to players for a team that was going to be in the NCAA tournament, and those businesses will go elsewhere. So do you think this really all just happened this year, or do you think it was happening with Coach Jans last year? I don't know how it wasn't. All the information will be coming out shortly. Yeah. We need some Larry Barker might. on this. Well, I tried my best, and I'm telling you, the guys that would know, they weren't answering your boy's call. I hope the police do their due diligence and not do the small-town college stuff, the West Texas high school football stuff. You get a, get away with whatever you want. That's well, that, the accountability here. Yeah, but who's really going to be the outside source to do that? That's the problem. And it's only saying players, right? No, like coaches or any, they're not involving any. Oh, they're all fired. Or, they're all well, out, they're out of there. But they're, they're, on they're academic not. But they're not alleging they were part of the per. Like we don't know yet. Not yet. Okay. Well, it's but here's the thing. They knew. Yeah, an it's, accomplice isn't yeah, necessarily there. Exactly. You knew. Because then you'd think almost like maybe FBI would get involved or something. Like it would become just so huge because these people are coming in from other states. It's almost like. Like sex transporting or something. Like, oh, it's going to be something. You know, like, well, and oh. here's the thing, too, about this leadership that you're talking about. So at the university level, and I think it's all state universities and it's all state employees, you cannot fire someone behind closed doors if you're a state employee. So you have to have right. open session to do yeah. that. That involves your board of regents. That involves all that. So when the time comes, and it should very quickly, when the time comes, It'll be out there. They have to lay it all out. Hey, not only will there be tea being sipped, there'll be tea being spilled. And New Mexico State don't need, doesn't deserve, will not have a basketball program moving forward. Also, if this bleeds into other athletics, yeah. see my surprised face. Yeah. So gross. Killed a guy. They killed a guy. Mm-hmm. Ugh. There's a third party law firm like doing an external ex- like investigation. Find the donor money tied to that. I was gonna say, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who found them? Mm-hmm. We'll laugh it out for the rest of the hour. We're gonna do an I nine varsity. Today's I nine varsity boys. Yeah, I don't varsity of places we saw State Farm ads this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> there were so many. Thank you for letting me rant for a second and get fired up. It's Tubin on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Don't show up to work without a tape. 
Everyone will know. And they'll talk about you in the lunchroom over a ham sandwich. It's the opening drive with Jeff Simbietta and J.J. Buck. Weekday mornings from 7 to 10 on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Today's I-9 Varsity. How much time we got, Griff? Today's I-9 Varsity League Office 288 or 9sports.com, 505-312-4999. Today's I-9 Varsity places we saw State Farm advertisements. I swear to God I saw someone with a tattoo. No, you did I, I thought I did. And oh, I, I don't know I'll... if it's temporary or real, but they knew what they were doing because the person I saw it on, she, uh, I, well, I, yes, yes. I believe her. it. Yes. I believe it. It was at the Rob Gronkowski beach party. Mm-hmm. And, oh, oh, okay. Um, yeah. It was, uh, 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 pro- oh. it said state on one and then farm on the other. Okay. Okay. Mine was uh, on the other, on the bottom side of my orange sky skate. Steak. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, State Farm's way up here with it. Just like a. <laughs> it was like charred in the bottom of it. <laughs> like the way you brand cattle. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm going to go with at the bottom of every Bud Light I had. Yeah. Mm. There was a QR code. I thought it would be for some Bud Light stuff. Nope. State Farm. State Farm. They were all over it. Someone petty cabs or mani cabs or all those things were. Like, first of all, I didn't know those little like cabs have insurance, but I guess it makes sense. And Griff, we had to walk into like... Um, Media Rose at the convention center and, and all this stuff. I'm talking like huge pillars of advertisements. To who? We're media. I, also, saw, I saw some on urinal cakes. Yeah. That is mm-hmm. awesome. She it was did. everywhere. They were everywhere. I got some Old Spice deodorant that they were giving away. And you know whenever you turn the thing and it comes out of the little holes? Yeah. The holes said State Farm. State Farm. <laughs> You know where's a crazy place I found it? Where? On the last page of the script that Aaron <laughs> Foster got. <laughs> Final hour of the program, whenever we get back. A lot of football co- talk coming up, including how I think they got the Super Bowl MVP wrong. But it was Patrick Mahomes. Don't worry, I got a diatribe. Spokesperson for State Farm, Fred. I got a diatribe to support it. Deal. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Now betting for the Sports Animal, your afternoon drive. Number two, men on. Van Nunley and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It's Monday, Albuquerque. You know what that means? That means it's one day past Van Nunley's birthday. Let's hey. go. Happy 57th oh, happy birthday. birthday. Thank you. So you're the same age as the Super Bowl as crazy. I am. 
<laughs> Congratulations to me. That's crazy. I feel 157 today. Happy LV11. You're going to extrapolate on that? Boys, I am running on (laughs) fumes from the Super Bowl week. Oh, my goodness. And it's awfully nice, the NFL, to have the Super Bowl on my birthday. That was really fun. It was a really (laughs) great idea by Roger Goodell. That just shows how good of a marketing team they have. You're stupid. I thought they checked up with you on that. They had to get your permission. They're running by Yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, I gave them. I think that's cool. All right. That's why F1 pushed back till March. They were like, we got to put some respect on Van's birthday month. (laughs) I told them the... I'd only do it if the Packers played in the Super Bowl. And they said, sorry, Van, Aaron Rodgers is booked on a four-day darkness yeah, retreat. That's what he said. <laughs> Wasn't that six days ago? It feels like forever. So I think he's going in literally today. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, so he had to do like a buffer and then go. For sure. Got to okay. wait for the big game. All right. All you right. you got to build up to complete darkness. He's not Bane. You just don't go in straight darkness. Mm. The thing about this past eight days of our lives, getting to Phoenix, Arizona on is Sunday. Is it like sands through the hourglass? No. This is even worse. Okay. This is worse than anything Stefano would ever do to you. <laughs> Love that reference. Thank you. This, Griff, was the longest week of your boys' lives, Woo. and it's not even close. We are, we are not the young bloods that we used to be. <laughs> and it's not over. That's the crazy no. part. There's three more hours, and then it's over. Uh, I'm asleep for 16 hours. We left Phoenix this morning at 6 a.m. Yes. Oh, my goodness. And you guys are still going. Yeah, and for some reason, Robert skipped all of his shifts driving. You want to talk that one out? What's up? I did, oh, we, were, we had shifts? I, I didn't get the sign-up hey, sheet. Hey, Mo- Morgan Freeman over here acting yeah. like you don't got him to take no turns. Yeah, exactly. It's Black History Month. I ain't driving white people around. Thirty-eight, <laughs> <laughs> The bad guys are victorious over the good guys at the Super Bowl. And I'm willing to admit it. I'm willing to come on this program and say it. I'm willing, after all these years, to eventually come to terms with the idea that Patrick Mahomes is, he's like middle grade. <laughs> solid but, six. Look at the upgrade that he gave him. That's pretty good. Well, Two those, Super Bowl MVPs, and that's what he gets. He's crazy good. I think those two huge turnovers probably played a huge part of it, but yeah. Well, this never would have happened if Gardner Minshew was in there. We already had this talk. We had this talk. Every loss, <laughs> except technically you had those You losses. can't apply my Cooper Rush bit to Garner Minshew. The ben. Cooper Rush bit is true. The Cowboys would be better with Cooper Rush. Did you see the game, the show? You're talking about the show? Yeah, I'm going to change his name to the show. Jalen Hurts okay. <laughs> put on a show for the ages. Mm-hmm. Garner Minshew couldn't have done that in two games. The best show is Two Men On, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports channel, which you hear every Monday through Friday, 4 to 7. And now that the football season is over, you're going to hear a lot of creativity on topics. Sounds like wrestling to me. It's going to be a lot. <laughs> well, Buck wanted to get into um, hockey, right? We can talk about hockey. Oh, that's your new thing now? What? No, I thought that's what you guys said at one of the games. Nah. <laughs> no. <laughs> that must have been the Teller Vodka talking. 
I think he said it once in passing. Uh, yeah. Strictly ironically. Yeah. Hold up. Hold up, Van. What's up? We don't say passing on this program without throwing a flag for no reason. Oh, okay. okay. We don't do that on we're here. We're there already? We okay. are absolutely, we're remembering oh, yeah. that you can call holding at Hold, any time you want. We're holding them back? Hold Is that up. what we're doing? Mm-hmm. I like that. <laughs> they said. We all knew that was about to happen. Oh, you said it before yes. it happened. Yes. We were at the NFL Experience viewing party, which, by the way, did not suck. Oh, not at all. No, we are. We were not at the game. They treated us quite well. They treated us insanely well. They put us on a pedestal, literally. literally yes. Mm-hmm. They sh- they like whenever you go to a, a concert, they had gigantic televisions with the game. And there, what's a real number of people that are there? Twelve thousand. Yeah, twelve thousand. There was a lot of people there. I would say. Barely under 10. I'm assuming the capacity was 10. Let's say 10K then. Yeah. 10,000 people at this thing. Six to four, 6,000, 4,000 Phillies to Chiefs, you think? It seemed like more because they were louder. Seven to three? I would say, yeah. Yeah. Seven to three Phillies fans outnumbered. Yeah. About 75% Philly fans. In the first half. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It was rocking. First three quarters. It was rocking. (laughs) And then it got real quick, but it didn't get so quiet, Griff, until after. Because there was one moment, there was a brief moment in history that happened yesterday. There was a brief moment where the entire world was unified. That's whenever the lights went from dark to bright, and you saw Riri right there. Oh, falling from the sky. And all 10,000 of those screaming NFL-aholics shined bright like diamonds. (laughs) And Riri and her unborn child, who was the surprise guest appearance in Mm -hmm. this thing. That was the duet. Also, uh, (laughs) yesterday I learned... Hey, that's good, because we were sitting here making bets who she would have as a guest. Yes. Her guest was her fetus. That's what it was. And Griff, I learned yesterday that uh, Robert's got a thing for uh, pregnant ladies, because before uh, Riri announced that she was pregnant, Robert goes... Damn, she looks good. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> problem? She did look good. <laughs> problem? Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, Drake, unfortunately, Jay-Z didn't yeah. come out. Right. But very fortunately, that baby didn't come out yep. <laughs> during the show. With all the altitude changes, huh? Yes. <laughs> I was like, there's a pregnant lady flying through the air right now. That is crazy. Also, I didn't know. Was that, like, was that known beforehand? No. It was not, right? No. No announcements. Like, so my, no. my biggest question was, were they drones that were holding those platforms? That's because it question. was an open stadium. That's a great question. Yeah. I we don't, don't know. know. We have we no idea. Know. And if it Is was it something magic? flying over the stadium, this United States government would have shot it down. <laughs> <laughs> they are dialed in right now and shooting stuff down. They, do you see the press secretary came Four out today? Four in one week. Press secretary yeah. comes out and says, we assure you it's not aliens. If they say that, (laughs) it is. It's obviously aliens. It's 100% aliens. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. You're going to tell me we accidentally met someone from Roswell, New Mexico at the Super Bowl yesterday? It's a true story. That's a true story. That's all tied together. Was it that Eagles fan who was losing it in the parking lot? Is that a specific one? Because the whole city lost it. Her her mind was out of this world. (laughs) Yeah. She's talking about McNabb jersey that I got on video. Okay. I'll put that on the social media. I did. I got to share it to us. At Robert Buck D. Gibson. Yes. Oh, my God. People are crazy. Fans were crazy. 
Yeah. Especially Philly fans. Especially Philly fans. Let's be honest. They are. Yeah. Well, it's hard because you put them all there. Some people are there for a week. Or yes, some people are there us. just like a, yeah, a, yeah, a day or two. And, you know, you're flowing alcohol. Everybody wants to party. And then it all goes bad. Well, we met some people that said they had been there since 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. That's a long time to just be out there in the sun, drinking, ready to see your team lose. Well, and I have a <laughs> like we were meeting a friend that I have in Phoenix, and she was like, "Yeah, I got here at eleven. We showed up at game time four thirty. We left at what time eight thirty? Right when, it, and it was still too much. It was still. Too, <laughs> and she's a Chiefs gal, so they, you know, there was nothing to cheer about until the final second. Yeah, and then walking out, she's like, "I need more drinks." To go, celebrate. Every Chiefs fan needs more drinks right now. <laughs> yes. You guys did that thing mm-hmm. with the help of the NFL and their officiating crew that so very much wanted to ruin the game. Yes. Well, well, well. You ragged me all week, boys. Conspiracy theorist Van and his tinfoil hat told you exactly what was going to happen, mm-hmm. and it happened exactly the way I predicted it. Last-second field goal from a penalty. The State Farm spokesperson was not going to lose in State Farm Stadium. I told our friend Terry at KKOB on Sunday to flip her deed over, (laughs) sign her name on the back, and take it right down to the sports book. The real question is, what did State Farm put in Mahomes' ankle? Because we knew that. We was like, we're not falling for this banana in a tailpipe. He's... He's limping off. I was like, this is going to be a Jordan moment where he grits out the second half and wins the big game. Exactly what happened. You think it's a coincidence that Usain Bolt just retired and then Patrick Mahomes' ankle is magically fine? What? Yep. You believe they replaced it? With Usain Bolt. A Jamaican ankle? Did you? Okay, he was limping around. Hey, Jamaican it better. Hey, yo. (laughs) He was limping. He He could barely walk. Then Rihanna came on stage. He comes out in the second half, and he turns into Michael Vick all of a sudden. Which is like an hour later, enough time to have surgery and recover. Yes. That's what happened. You're not lying. Leg replacement technology has came a long way in the last decade. I don't know where it was before. (laughs) I was going to say. Not sure where it was. What's the baseline for it? Earlier. (laughs) Pirates. (laughs) Who is... Rihanna's unborn child's father, ASAP Rocky. ASAP Rocky. ASAP Rocky. Who is that? He has no clue. Why? Why do we even fall for this? Why do we answer this question? No. You. You know, we should have answered that question. Not Nelly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he would have lost interest. He doesn't want to know. You don't care. Look, he has. He don't care. <laughs> it's not Nelly. I was just here's the only reason I was asking is I was thinking Patrick Mahomes needed to send like a nice congratulatory gift. Okay. To them for their, like a baby shower gift. And mm-hmm. I, was like, I was like, well, maybe if I knew who the individual was, I'd be able to share some insight. Mm. But it, you're saying it's who? ASAP Rocky. He okay. is a rapper. A very talented rapper. Very, very popular. Yeah. And if he names his kid Bullwinkle, then you could send over like some themed <laughs> Bullwinkle apparel. And I think that's a good gift for a child. Well, you don't name him Bullwinkle. ASAP Rocky is what Bullwinkle gives time frames what? Bullwinkle, when would you like that done? Soon? ASAP, Rocky. Ah, mm-hmm. That was good. Put that, that was in good. your set. 
Never. <laughs> never. Never. Is that never. better than the Well, unless unless I'm in Colorado. They would love that. They'd love that. Yeah. <laughs> Rural Kansas City. Yeah, that's the crowd for that. Do you want that Jamaican joke too? Never. You... Okay. Black, never. Black History Month. Never. I'm just saying, I feel like I could ghostwrite for you. Go you could? I think I could. Because you're in, so white? In Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, Robert, you're performing tomorrow in Santa Fe. Yes, I am. Um, it is a part of what's called the Wine and Soul Festival. Ooh. The Winter Wine and Soul Festival. Mm. And that's soul without a U. So, no, that is not a Black History Month reference. Because <laughs> you don't think of soul and Soul like the sun. Santa right. Fe. It's S-O-L. Yeah. Oh, soul. Like, oh, I'm not going to do all yeah. that. I'm not say it again. Like sun in Spanish. Say it, say it again. Sole. Sole. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Sole. Okay. I thought yeah. she meant like shoes. There's like a festival that you drink wine out of shoes. <laughs> like out of a like a wine boot. Like, like wine. I n s o l e s. Wine in souls. You need to That's get on that. You need to get on that. Okay. A lot of people believe guy. that the sun was created by God. I cannot tell you if that's true or false, but I can tell you that we have two tickets to Godsmack, May 7th at the Isleta Amphitheater. I do not believe they're on sale yet, so this is exciting. So we're giving you Very Godsmack ticks before they're even available to the public. Uh, we will not do it right now. We will do it in the next uh, in the next segment. We'll okay. do that. So we'll do that. We'll set up a little fun something for your chance to win two tickets to Godsmack, do not call now because we're going to do a fun little something. If you feel the snake bite enter your veins, don't call 505-246-10 yet. Wait till next segment. Is that a lyric from Godsmack? Oh, okay, now I hear you. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you when we said ASAP Rocky. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what are we talking about here? That's awesome. See, that's how I, that's how I can bridge the gap. Van... Is the Venn diagram of Godsmack yeah. and ASAP Rocky? Because ah. whenever Robert sat down at this broadcast table, he says, "Never do I wanna <laughs> be here again." <laughs> hey, love, if that if that's how they sound, I loved too how Van felt more comfortable um, singing Godsmack than an ASAP Rocky song. <laughs> First off, no, I am wildly comfortable with both. We're back in the studio. Which means we're back to uh, old habits. Text the program, 505-246-0610. Say what's up to your boys. We'll say what's up to you. Don't forget, we do have Godsmack tickets we're giving away. We're going to have a fun little something with that when we get back. Obviously, we're going to talk this New Mexico State story today. That's um, on the forefront of my mind, actually. Like, the Super Bowl was great, but there are strange things afoot down in Las Cruces. We will talk about that at length. Lots of football reaction, including football adjacent, that being the halftime show, commercials, kind of all things that mm-hmm. surround that. And we put, a, we put a big bow, boys, on our trip to the Super Bowl. And it looks like we're not going to make the NBA All-Star game this weekend. And I don't love that. I thought that would have been a good trip. Because we're too drained. It was going to take us a week to catch up on our lives. I mean, the coffers are too drained. Do you know how your boys went at the yeah. Super Bowl? <laughs> I mean, feel me out here. Griff, it's good to see you in person. I'm so happy to be here with you guys. Big thank you to those who have been with us the whole way, including John Lopez, real estate and Coldwell Banker, for being a sponsor of this program. We need to have John on the show soon. That's what I said last week. The day after the Super Bowl is the day, because you're a big Steelers guy, Mm -hmm. that's the day you can start saying your team's good again. Yeah, that's what I do. That's what I'm doing. (laughs) Kenny Pickett's going to make that year two leap. This is our year. 
Hey, so we're at the Super Bowl, Griff. I know we got to go to break. I'm so sorry. We're at the Super Bowl, Griff, and uh, Robert's Chargers suck, right? Like, they suck. So uh, Robert really chums it up with Austin Eckler running back for the Chargers. <laughs> yes, I saw the picture. So why don't we just have Austin Eckler on the show on Thursday yes. for some oh, reason? Yes. Yep. That'd yes. be awesome. What are we even going to talk about? Don't worry. I got it. We got until Thursday to what, figure it out. What he always tells me, you take the lead on this one. <laughs> only if it's like only if it's like a black musician or a professional athlete this or week. an MMA fighter. Ooh. <laughs> Speaking of big thank you to Aaron Burnett who joined us oh, all yeah. last week. Yeah. Aaron Burnett. Great job by Aaron. If you yes. were if you were part of our broadcast last week or a friend of the show during that time, uh you heard a sampling of he, especially when Van was out golfing with Pat Mahomes. Uh, he uh, he just did tremendous, and all of the interviews that did not make the broadcast, they're going up. We are going to bring a couple back this week, though. I want to. We should. We yeah. got some good ones yeah. left over. I want to play the Ingold one. I thought it was really good. Oh, real fantastic! Yeah, we're going to play the Alec Ingold one, and, yeah. and we'll we'll go through the little rolodex of things we captured and make sure we're sharing that with our friends of the program. Big thank you again to Six Six Diner tomorrow, Griff. What are you doing? You got a Valentine tomorrow? <laughs> no. All right, you want me and you to pretend? Because for $30, we can go get two cheeseburgers, two sides, and a milkshake with two straws over the 6-6 diner. That's the deal, boys. Mm. Mm. Uh, I am lucky enough to be covering the basketball game. All right, we'll go for lunch. <laughs> you can do Valentine's lunch. It's always that. time for yes. Valentine's. Yeah. Did you hear the part with the milkshake? Yes. That's the kicker right there. Mm-hmm. And you can lady- Did you say that they had like a banana milkshake or uh, something yeah, crazy? We can get a side by side. Yeah, we'll go banana and chocolate right there. And then we'll, Ooh. yeah. Little Lady and the Tramp on the Straws? I she, think that's the plan. She Anything your it. heart desires, any type of milkshake they have there. They have it. It is the premier joint for milkshakes you can in put all of Albuquerque. Any milkshake into your mouth. Correct. Mm. Cut that off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that is the stupidest sound effect. <laughs> Welcome back to the studio, Griff. Oh, gosh. We're so very good at this thing. Big thank you to the YMCA Central New Mexico for always being a part of our program. And Van, who took a week off from getting strong, is back at it. First off, how dare you? I did my push-ups and my squats and my sit-ups. You the remember, diet, the diet was poor. Robert, do you remember any of that? Um, after Wednesday? No. 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 Well, because I had my own room in the second house I, we stayed at. I saw him push himself away from the bar. <laughs> I saw him get up from the bar. Yeah. What was the other one? Push I, up, sit up from sit the bar. Up, sit up. I ate very well this whole week, but uh, the extra alcohol calories. Yeah. That is not in my diet. Oh, my. Teller Vodka, I think, is like pretty low in cal- caloric count. I don't know if that's true. I just said it out loud. <laughs> okay. Vodka is low in calories. Two men on. <laughs> Ninety calories for every ounce and a half. That's pretty good. I think it's ninety-five point nine FM calories and six ten. The sports animal. This is where New Mexico comes for sports. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Come on, yeah. Come on, yeah. Come on. You better give me that. Give me that. 
The takeaway from the Super Bowl, boys. From the live chat. Did you win any money on crazy bets? Yes, we will talk about that. We did win 100%. some money. On, well, no, we didn't win to 100%. We won to like 80%. Four out of five. What is it? 100% on winning. Yes. I like that. Four out of five is 80%. That is very good. That's but insanely good. Very good. We got we got 100% of four of the bets right. <laughs> and 0% on one of them. To me, we got four out of five. We did very good. They're all prop bets because we weren't really rooting for a team. No, but we were. We were. We had an idea. We believed things were going to happen. Yes, we did very good. We'll go over those at length. Also from the live chat, Robert looks like crap. Okay, that one's not very nice. Hmm. That's not verbatim. Hmm. Okay, Robert, you look the sleepiest. I, I, I have to say, I probably know who said that. Probably Larry. Uh, I'm not even in there yet. It's probably Larry, my buddy Larry. You can't just name someone personally and yes, say I can. Larry. <laughs> Were you guys having deja vu on this end of the game foul call? What the one that I predicted to the exact second? I just feel like this happened for your Los Angeles Rams last year too, right? I'm just saying. The NFL gets what the NFL wants. Correct. Yeah. Me and Arian Foster, I mean, we're basically, I mean, prognosticators, of course, you know, naturally. But also geniuses, soothsayers, trendsetters, you know, we're all of those things all wrapped into one. Why the do you, NFL scripted. It feels scripted. It's scripted. Everybody knew what was going to happen. The NFL wants the next Tom Brady. And he's right there in Patrick Mahomes. You got a perfectly good Patrick Mahomes right there. It could be anybody, though. They just Pick picked him. him. Yeah. No, it could not just be anybody. Yeah, it can. Yes, you it feel can. that way? Yes. You think Derek Carr could be this? You think yes. Oh, yes. I don't know, boys. Yes. Well, it's a little late for Derek Carr. <laughs> he doesn't got seven Super Bowls left in his whole career. If it could be anyone, why isn't it Jalen Hurts? Because it can't. It can be. No, Jalen Hurts don't got it like that. He's, Patrick Mahomes got State Farm. Jalen Hurts is going to have a lot of opportunities. What's number two to State Farm? Because he'll have that. What's number two to Whataburger? Because he'll have that. Mm -hmm. What's number two to every single thing that Patrick Mahomes does in life outside of his wife? His wife's terrible. And his brother's awful. That's true. And you yeah. met his dad, and he was, um, I'm sure, lovely. Sure he was. His father was a cool dude. Old Pat Mahomes, MLB legend Pat Mahomes. He's a cool guy. Pat Mahomes is the best agent. We went to that Lee Steinberg Super Bowl party. Mm -hmm. That thing was that thing slapped. That was, that's the most fun I ever had at a baseball It's killer field. every year. It's the best Super Bowl party every year. That late call ruined the Super Bowl. Dude, I don't think there's another way to describe it. Yeah, you don't want to end it like that, especially on some rinky-dink call. Look. He barely touched him. Barely touched him. He barely touched he him. He touched him. And the ball was uncatchable. That, that's, it was 40 feet over his head. That's the biggest point that I took away from it. That ball was not being caught regardless. Um, and then there's people saying, well, they would have kicked the field goal anyway. It wasn't about the field goal. The time no. left on the clock. It was clock. about the time, which was about two minutes, for Jalen Hurts to go do his thing. Correct. 
Also, they were that was a deep field goal from where they were. And he missed the one earlier. Correct. Well, and that field yeah. that field was booty. That dude yes. goes to kick off the ball. Yeah. And he does like a he does like a like a like a carry strug. What, what's the thing where you broke her leg? Carry strug. Yeah. Yeah. He does Ooh. like a carry strug on the plant foot. And then I guess like at least the stuff I was hearing this morning was. Players like changing their equipment and stuff mid game to have better like cleaty yeah, boys. Put yeah. on longer cleats throughout yeah. the game. Jalen Hurts did it from the first quarter to the second quarter. I'm just glad that they didn't use that sod for Rihanna's platform. It, well, that's the reason why she was floating in there. Yeah. She knew that was a bad field. <laughs> Griff, when when Riri came out last night, her first live performance in five years. When Riri came out last night and reminded you that the 15 years prior to five years ago. She had only banger after banger after banger. She had great music. Everything's a hit. Yeah. Zero of her Every songs are not a hit. Yeah. I got all the respect in the world for Rihanna, but like I was never really into her. What? She's got more hits than Ichiro Suzuki. Everything she has is a number one hit. I don't know that reference. I okay. know you wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't use the guy with the most hits in NFL and MLB history. He just picked Suzuki. <laughs> Uh okay. Still don't now know. I, I, <laughs> a lot of hits. You got three thousand hits. Text the program five zero five two four six zero six ten. What Godsmack song was the number one hit in the U.S. Billboard Top one hundred? What Godsmack song was the number one hit in the U.S. Billboard Top one hundred? Text the program five zero five two four six zero six ten. You text us the name of the song. You're the big winner. Also, send us an email address because we kind of need that. <laughs> we'll give you two tickets to Godsmack whenever we get back. It's two minutes on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Greetings, it's Jeff Symbieta. Tuesday on the opening drive, it's game day. What the Lobos need to do to bounce back and get a must-win over Wyoming. Join me and J.J. Buck, who start at 7 a.m. All right, so during the break, I'm going through my backpack, trying to get my phone charger out, Griff. I think I left my favorite phone charger in Phoenix, Arizona, oh, at this Airbnb. No. Yeah, I'm using this ranky-dank three-foot one now instead of my go-to 12-foot Anchor one. Not to name drop, but if Anchor would be interested in being a part of this program, 505-246-0610. I don't know what any of that means. Congratulations to our big winner, Joe. For All right, the, Joe. The Godsmack hey. tickets. All right. He got it. It was Awake is the name of the song, which I wasn't familiar with. I thought it was voodoo. Awake in the year 2000, number one. Godsmack song. That's the only one I know. All their music is great. What? You, well. Are you about that life? Yeah. That's my hmm. that's my go-to music. Well, well, well. I feel like I know you pretty well, and I don't think I would have got that. I would not have guessed that either. 
We often bring up Taylor Swift when you're producing. Oh, I, I love Tay Tay. Oh. Okay, see, there you go. Oh. I was right about Tay-Tay. that. Beebs. Yeah. Beebs, too? Oh, yeah. Those sound like bad kids. Tay Tay and Beebs. They got silver teeth. I Saturday they like part of the Island Boys or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> Saturday was the one year anniversary of uh Your birthday. Us skipping out on Justin Bieber and Diplo's party and excellent decision making skills on our part. Right. That a bunch of people got shot. And they're suing. Yeah. Still? Actually they just started the, the, the lawsuit this week. Well, last week, I saw it on on uh, Instagram. That took a while. I guess they had to heal up. I don't know. Friend of the show, Jordan Mosley, in the the texter just reminded us that Duke City Gladiators Championship was stripped from them, just like the Eagles was. Ooh. So arena ball, also scripted. They got <laughs> cheated. Scripted was the. 12 songs that Rihanna performed at halftime last night, which I'm telling you, because of the poor finish to what would have been one of the best Super Bowls ever, 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 ever. Yes. It was on the way. State Farm. You don't really feel that way. Of course I really feel that way. There is no way Patrick Mahomes, the lead spokesperson for State Farm, is going to lose in State Farm Stadium. It makes a whole lot of sense now. See? State Farm was everywhere we looked. Everywhere. It was bright red everywhere. I pulled off of you guys for a little bit on Saturday night. I pulled off from you guys, and I go to eat dinner, and I run into these two dudes, the two biggest, blackest dudes in all of Phoenix. You'd think they'd have to be offensive linemen at this restaurant. And I'm like, what are you boys doing? They're like, bodyguards. I'm like, all right, for who? Jake from State Farm. I go, what? Oh, he's big. I go, he's got bodyguards? He's big. And their names, I'm not even joking. Their names were BB and Bobo. See? Their bodyguard names were BB and Bobo. And which, sounded like the brothers of Tay Tay and B. That's what we were I'm just saying. talking about. And they were bodyguards for who? Jake from State Farm, whose yeah. real name is Kyle. That, now, hold the on. actor? Yes. Yeah. What? He's big. Hold on. He was at a GQ Main of the Year award thing. If you were hanging out with, with Jake from State, if Jake from State Farm's bodyguards, yeah, who was protecting Jake from State Farm? Like from himself? He's just out here in these streets, dodge, trying to dodge the nationwide guy. Flow, flow's perched up somewhere. <laughs> flow put a hit out on Jake from State Farm. What's I the, just I just looked up his net worth. What's his? Oh, give it to me. Two million. That's pretty good. C- because he, what we didn't know is he's a social media influencer as well. Oh. That's where they plucked him from. Well, like like yeah, Grandpa well, hey, used to say, Fred. Get ready. <laughs> he's walking at the GQ Man of the Year Awards, and then the Mayhem Insurance guy from Allstate shows up. Oh, yeah. That's, uh, what's his name from Oz? Mm-hmm. It is. I can't think of his name. He got the thumb. He not, got a weird not thumb. Not Also, Liz Lemon's boyfriend from 30 Rock. That's Ooh, a deep cut is. right there. 
I called the opener to Rihanna yesterday, so I was very proud of myself for that on the full set list. Uh, congratulations. Okay. B, better have my money, mm-hmm. which to me is the best banger of all Rihanna bangers. Mm, I don't know. Five, six seconds from Wild. Four or five seconds, because I'm four, five seconds from one. <laughs> With Paul McCartney, who's had, a top, who's had a number one hit in every decade he's ever performed music. Incredible. Who was at the bowl? I was thinking he was going to go out. Why didn't he step down with Rihanna? I don't know. No Drake, no Jay-Z, no Paul McCartney. Were all of them at the bowl and they didn't get down there? No ASAP Rocky. I, I don't know if he was there. He was no there. live he was, birth. He was there. You say no live birth? Yeah, that'd be sweet. They timed the Super Bowl halftime show for Rihanna's getting induced pregnancy in the middle of her show. That'd be sweet. Did the Kelseys have their baby? Kelsey who? Who? I don't know. I know that was a story. Kelsey Handler? That's not that's not correct in a lot of ways. <laughs> Kelsey Grammer had a baby? The, that's not, congratulations, Kelsey Grammer. Okay. Hey. Cheers. Oh wow. What's going on? <laughs> And then, and by the way, all 12 of these bangers. And Diamonds is the best. You think? Oh, that's the one. That's the one. I haven't listened to Rihanna enough to have a ranking system. You should. But those are absolutely all bangers. I was like, oh, that's her song too? Yeah. Oh, that's her song too? So you weren't known? No, I just knew B better have my money. Run this town and Umbrella. Those only ones I really really know now. Now, you know Rude Boy. I do not. You definitely know. Did you say Umbrella? Oh, definitely Umbrella. Yeah. Umbrella, run this town. B, better have my money. Shine bright like a diamond. That's the one. You know you know the, the bad bitch anthem one. The uh, uh, only girl. No, I do not. In the world. No. What? That's, what song is that? That's that, that only girl song. I love work. Oh, work hits too. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, I'm just saying. See, I know that song and I didn't know that was her. It's the best halftime show I've ever seen. Okay. Well, I wouldn't go all there. But okay. It was good. I mean, you must have had your eyes closed on a lot of halftime shows. I wasn't. It, I've not been sleeping on halftime shows. It was. I would say halftime shows must not just be your thing. I would what? say the bottom half of the top ten. That's where I got it. That's. I'll give her like eight, nine ish. Tennish area. Oh, you, the stage show alone put yeah. that thing top ten. Yeah, yeah, just that was. And she did it all by herself, by which herself. I have respect for. By herself. Also, there's a baby well, floating in her body. Yeah, she had like a little tumor. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's not it's, a tumor. It's feeding off her. <laughs> Who do you got ahead of her? She's performing uh, for two right like now. Like Prince, Prince Michael, <laughs> Prince, Prince, Michael. That Prince one, Whitney was Houston. That one in the rain with no, Prince. No, Whitney didn't do a halftime. No, she only did she a. Only uh, did oh, the, did the, the opening? Yeah. yeah. But so the one she that did, one's the best one. Beyonce and Shakira. Desert. Oh Storm. yeah, I'll give you that one. Um, Janet Jackson. The one from last year. The one from last year's. We my got favorite. flashed with Janet. At least oh, we got. That's one a little booby. Yeah. Was it Nelly <laughs> in that one? Is that the one with Nelly? That was Justin Timberlake who okay, ripped her clothes off. No, Nelly, Nelly made Rock Jock. He didn't make the Super Bowl. Dr. Dre and them, I thought, did awesome. Yeah, that was, a great, that was a great one. As a, a hip-hop fe- head my whole life, 
That one was a, a very special place in my heart. Still confused as to why 50 Cent was hanging upside down, but it still was awesome. Yeah, that's it, was what o- it was homage to his music video. Oh, okay. The club, that's what he did. The 2001 yeah. Super Bowl halftime show featuring NSYNC, Aerosmith, Britney Spears, and Nelly. It was the, it's the best one of all time. Mary J. Blige was there. Yeah, it was so good. You had to look it up. Yep. That's I, I, <laughs> I liked Katy Perry because I was at that one. Okay, that's a bad oh, answer. Nice. And that one was, was the shark one, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Missy right. Elliott and Lenny Kravitz. Kravitz, Kravitz, we, Kravitz. So we were out a lot over the week. We went out. We worked really hard every day. Yes. We went out. Every single night, we yeah. can't we can't stress the work part enough because work, a lot work, of people work, just work, look work. a lot of people just look on the social media and you, they see the pictures mm-hmm. and the, being on the red carpet and eating good and all that. Right? They didn't see the five thirty in the mornings, which was way more plentiful than the rest. Neither of the stuff. Van because he'd wake up at five forty five. Why let you guys shower first? He said, "Roll out." I'll let you guys have all the hot water. I would wake up like Russell Wilson. I do high needs, and I'm like, "Let's rise, let's go, let's get it." <laughs> I do need to know how those drinks tasted from the talking stick that came out smoking. Oh, okay. Whenever oh we get gosh. back, yes. <laughs> yes, the dinner we didn't deserve. Also, the only reason I had to look it up is because I forgot about all these slouches surrounding Nelly, including Aerosmith, Britney Spears, NSYNC, and Mary J. Blige. All garbage. There was a lot of Missy Elliott around town, too, while we were out. Hurry up and go to commercial before I start yelling at you. (laughs) Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Symbiana and JJ Bob. Wake up with the opening drive on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. All right, we're going sports adjacent. So if you're one of the emailers that don't like that, um, we'll see you in like 13 minutes. So we're at the Lee Steinberg Super Bowl party, right? And it's yeah. a banger. We met some cool people. Yes. Correct. We met work done. The man. The man. Work done. The Mr. Habitat for Humanity. The Mr. Help Everyone in the Entirety of the World. Didn't chop it up a ton, but enough to say, hey, I put you, I put you sir, in a different realm. For the, all the reasons you were an athlete and you were tremendous, there are more reasons that you're a person and tremendous. Absolutely. What a dude. So we wrap up the Lee Steinberg party, which was at like the minor league stadium for the Diamondbacks. Correct. Which yep. was incredible. Very nice. Griff, it's, it was three stories of partying. It's yes. no it's no Rio Grande Credit Union field at Isotopes Park, aka the lab. No, that's was nice. no, that's way nicer. Yeah. But it was like just as close to that as you can get. It was if the Isotopes were to do three levels of a party, mm. which by the way, if they did, I would like to be a part of that. Five oh five two four six zero six two. That needs to happen. If they do, we'd be hosting it. What if we put a stage on home, like on, no, on the pitcher's mound. Correct. And we put Robert out there with one microphone. 
Hmm. Could you, how much baseball material could you do? Oh, I can do a lot. Yeah? It wouldn't be war or anything like no. that or Ichiro or nothing like that. <laughs> <laughs> the whole you, you wouldn't do bad bit plus? No. Yeah, it's batting average no, on that's balls fine. in play. Nope, don't have to <laughs> and the plus means it's uh, adjusted for all baseball parks. Oh, There'd be 10,000 people there. 9,999 would be laughing their rears off. And Van would be like, this this just isn't really hitting home here. <laughs> this this isn't even close to one of the 5,268 career hits that Pete Rose had. That's what you would say. That's what, okay. That's what we should have used. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Ichiro. This doesn't really hit. It's kind of like under the Mendoza line for me. Oh, that's a good one. Mm. From the live chat, the Chiefs welcome two babies on Super Bowl San- on Sunday. Yeah, they did. That's exciting. In about nine months, boys. So many more babies. 53 oh, more. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Okay. And they're all going to be named Levi. Is that the name of the kicker? Le- Levi Buckner? Super Bowl LVII. Oh, I thought that was the ref's name. <laughs> they all have like... So just to be clear, the only reason why there are two babies is because they're twins. Is that what happened? Uh-huh. Thank you, Griffin. Yeah, I didn't really do I mean, come on now. <laughs> Griffin's like, they're adorable. I saw them on the gram. I only yesterday found out Rihanna was pregnant. Nobody knew. Is that why she did the pose with the hand on the top of the bellers, the hand on the bottom of the bellers? Yes. Okay, I'm into that. So we go from this Lee Steinberg Super Bowl party on Saturday to the Sports Illustrated Super Bowl party. That's like the transition, right? We're going from one to the other. But there's like, how much time, boys? 90 minutes? Two yeah. hours? Yeah. So we got to kill some time. So we go over to this casino. What was the name of it, Van? Talking Stick. So we play some bets. Mm-hmm. Do you have them in front of you, or do we need to pull them up? I think I have them memorized as much as I like. just celebrated them. Exactly. <laughs> All right, so what were our five bets? We had Cal- Travis Kelsey scores a touchdown. We had that. Let's go. Yep. Boom. Pretty easy. Boom. We had there will be a score in the first six minutes of the game. And they scored with five minutes and 40 seconds we into the game. We barely made that one. We nailed barely. that one. Barely. Nailed that Thank one. Thank you, Griff. Nailed yeah. that one. All right, what else do we have? We had Eagles will score last. Before halftime. All right, we got Boom. that one too. Nailed that one. Nailed it. Nailed that one. Mm-hmm. We had Eagles, and this is the best bet in the yeah. history of the football. I agree. In the history of the Super Easiest Bowl. Easiest all time. Eagles will win time of possession. Let's Boom. Go. Boom. And we would have went five for five. Would have, just like that band. Miles Sanders got hurt, and Coward. he didn't outrush Isaiah Pacheco. Four which, for five. Uh, which which should have happened. Yes. Which should have happened. Now, here's why there's this is okay, Griff, because we had uh, been drinking. Mm-hmm. So we did not know that you couldn't parlay prop bets. So we go up to the guy. And by the way, I bet there's a lot of amateur hour bettors at the Super Bowl. So it's, yeah. it's not yeah. like we're standing out like that sort of a thumb. But we're worse than the thumb on the <laughs> mayhem guy from the Allstate commercials. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, look it up. He has a brutal thumb. So got mercy. He had to get a cut. It's a whole thing. Like, really go look it up. It's super gross. So No, thanks. We, Van's like, let's parlay. He lays out the five bets, and the guy looks Van straight in the eye. He goes, we ain't parlaying props, bro. And then I go, split it up five ways. Yeah. 
Yep. And that's what we did. So we ended up walking out, big winners. Pretty happy about that. So to celebrate placing our bets, we went upstairs. Ooh, buddy. To this, like, reservation only. But I mean, we're all suited. Like, we're all cool. suited. We're nice. we're doing, yeah, we're doing yeah, yeah, right. Thank we you. just came for the Lee Steinberg. Yeah. We, we had to look good for that. Getting ready to go to the Sports Illustrated. So, we go to the top floor, and they're like, oh, you got a reservation? And we're like, no. Uh, Aren't we on yeah, the Julie, reservation? Yeah, Julie said she put us on the list. So, we're here. Check it out. <laughs> yeah. the, the only reservation I have is that these Super Bowl prop bets won't hit. Right. I got some reservations about that. <laughs> You didn't say, aren't we on the reservation? So, no, well, so downstairs. <laughs> That's funny. Very good. Because there were two people. All right, Griff. Damn it. <laughs> that took me a second. Put that on your list, Robert. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. Because there were two lines of defense to this yeah. super expensive steakhouse thing. Yeah. So there was the floor, which was. To get to get on the elevator to go up to. Right. It. Yeah. And whenever we pulled up, they were, they were like, are you are you three sure you're not with the wait staff? <laughs> and we were like, no, we're certain. Um, they were like, do you have a reservation? Whatever. We're like, we're like, no, whatever, but we'll go to the bar. And and they're like, well, there's a wait. And then some gal comes down, some manager. She's the boss lady. Well, whoever she is. Just Gina, out of, shout out to Gina. 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 That was yeah. her name. Out of ha- Gina and Wednesday. Yes. Yes. Wednesday was fantastic. And so they made a point. So as they come down, they're like, yeah, we probably get you. So we go to the top floor. There's like, there's like a, what is this guy? Who is this guy? Mm-hmm. So this guy has got like a Mr. Belvedere look. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, they all did. They all did. Yeah. And he's like, do you have a reservation? We go, Gina, so, so we don't need one. <laughs> I'd never seen one freeze. Gina sent us up here. Yeah. And then right when you said the name, bing. Right out the elevator. Gina walks in. Oh, the, they're good. <laughs> Follow me. <laughs> Those no eyes way. got so big. They yeah. were like, did we mess up? No. And then whatever, what, Mr. Belvedere, <laughs> then he started treating us like a used car salesman. He was like, oh, yeah. He was like, oh, you need a table? Come with me. Yes. <laughs> Walked right over. I was kind of concerned that he was wearing gloves. That was different. But apparently that's standard that's for standard. his position. Mm-hmm. So it he was had, that fancy. Oh, it was, it was fancy. that fancy. Yeah it was, yeah, it was out there. It was the whole thing. So it was beautiful. And Van was like, Van came back to humanity for one night and ate meat. So let's mm-hmm. go. Yes. Right, let's yeah. go, yes. Van. Win in Rome, baby. Do as the meat eaters do? Correct. Proud so, of you. Yeah, the whole thing. So in paired wine and a sommelier and the whole thing. So so at the end of the night, we're like, we're like this is a pretty impressive bill. This bill is not what we thought it would be. We were like, this is a, this is a good celebratory week at the Super Bowl mm-hmm. bill. Turns out the wine gal helped us out a little yeah, bit. So yeah. big thank you to uh, Talking yeah. Sick and the resort or whatever because we had a absolute banger in that. We put up some social media and we just got a lot of traction about that. Um, it was like 50-50 on congratulations on the big week. You guys deserve it. And then, hey, fish out of water. What are you weirdos doing at yeah, this deal? Yeah, we, we, got some, <laughs> we got some interesting messages that I read. I was like, man. Pat was like. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> no. So funny. Good first hour of the program. It's good to be back in the studio. Big thank you to KKOB for all their support while we were gone. It was nice to do a bunch of drops. More more Super Bowl talk whenever we get back. Don't forget we're going to hit on the New Mexico State stuff. It is um, getting grosser by the minute. Two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal.